In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. The Home Depot has very good news for your lawn. It's called Scott's Thicker Lawn, right now from only $19.98 a bag. Thicker Lawn is a three-in-one mixture of seed, fertilizer, and soil improver, perfectly formulated for thicker lawns and happier lawn owners. So spread the word for up to a 50% thicker lawn after just one application. Today is the day for doing with Scott's Thicker Lawn from only $19.98 a bag. Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Selection varies by store. Hey, Drink Champs Army, make sure you let your friends and family know which podcast you're listening to by hashtagging Tripod. That's hashtag T-R-Y-P-O-D. Let them know you listen to Drink Champs and whatever else you're listening to out there. Hey, yeah, what's up, y'all? What's going on, brother? Drink Champs Radio. He's a legendary queen. 
Hangs rapper. Hey, Hangs, I greet your boy N-O-R-E. He's a Miami hip-hop pioneer. What up is DJ EFN? Together they drink it up with some of the biggest players in music and sports. You know what I mean? The most professional, unprofessional podcast and your number one source for drunk facts. This is Drinks Champ Radio, where every day is New Year's Eve. Let's go! And right now, this is a very special edition. Uh, it's like a motherfucking mixtape like, in here. It's like old school meets new school, new school meets old school. It's like DJs combined with two, it's like three DJs and two artists. Y'all jumping us right now. Yeah. Let's make some noise. Uh, yeah. It's about time. So right now, without no further ado, we got hands down an international live DJ. He has this thing called No Panties Sunday. I kid you not. I don't want to. Uh, my cleaning lady comes over. <laughs> I, I, I put it on his periscope and I just act like it's the radio. <laughs> this guy has been doing it for years. My very first tour, I seen him on the tour. He, he brought me to the room because he knew Akinella didn't smoke weed. And he said, little nigga, come to the room and let's smoke some marijuana. I got an infamous story of some Sega Genesis. <laughs> All right. Then we got, to the left of him, to the right of him, excuse me, we got Harlem's own person that's been a part of reshaping Harlem. Harlem has been known for Harlem World, but this is not Harlem World. This is a new era, the new millennium Harlem. He's repping. His father was a close friend of mine, which is crazy that he's a star now because I wish his father was alive to see his daughter. Mm. We got ASAP Ferg in the motherfucking building. Hold on, we ain't finished. We ain't finished. We got Mr. Capicu himself. Mr. Tony Doka, a guy who's who I've seen him in Dominican Republic, and we've had some wonderful nights. <laughs> and that's all you gotta say? No, no. I mean, I mean, you know, his accolades is crazy. He's been on Tommy Boy. He's been a, down since Crazy Legs, and you know, old school to new school. He's still out, still running. Filthy MCs. I've been on like three of them. God damn it! Make some noise for Tony touching the building. <laughs> Now my, my, now my intro wasn't that good because I haven't had a drink. Let me get a drink. What am I Super drinking? Sober right what now. you drinking? You drinking Bel Air? I got the B. You got oh, yeah, now. That's Kicker Free, y'all. Um, yeah, Free. Let's get this out the way. Now, are you signed to Bel Air or no? Negative. Negative. I you, drink that when I'm doing the Periscope shows. Mm. I've been drinking it for a while. You, you, you want some rosé? I'm going to taste some Ciroc. Oh, Ciroc. Okay, I'm just going to go rosé. I'm going with the Ciroc. Where the regular Ciroc at? Let's get the regular. Now, just, what, just for, for y'all that don't right. know, we celebrate hip-hop on this show. And we celebrate our legends. You know what I'm saying? And we celebrate the culture of hip-hop. So starting with you, Kid Capri, I remember back in the days, I was a kid from Queens. And you had something called... Kick a pre slow jams or was the slow jams kick a pre? You talking about the mixtapes? The mixtapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know until I was 21, that's the only thing I fucked to? Right. <laughs> it was kick a pre slow jam That's my word, my nigga. Like, yo, for real. Like, yo, I kid you not. Nah, I said 21, I'm lying. Like, I think. The first time I put on R&B was with my wife, like, and I was like 30 fucking five or 30, whatever, um, uh, yeah, I was like 31. But for real, my whole child, you fucked up my whole childhood. Yeah. I fucked the kid, <laughs> the slow jam taste. Did you know that? 
I mean, I, then you I, I know that. that. Then he knows that. Like, and that thing, you know, it gotta be like six million other people like me. For sure, for yeah, sure. I've heard that a lot. I've heard that a lot. Right. But you know, that all came from the, the stardom of the, of the hip hop tapes, mm-hmm. the street tapes I was making. You know, whenever I, when I came out, I wanted to have different colors of different joints. So slow tape, slow tape was just one of those joints I was making mm-hmm. and just popped off from. Mm-hmm. Same thing like no panty Sundays right now. No panty Sundays, thing. man. On Periscope. On Periscope. On IG Live. Was it Brother Morocco? Okay, okay, here we go. But that's Salsa Water. Yeah, so, 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 um, now, kid, so back in the days, what, were you considered the first mixtape DJ? No, not at all. Okay, who was? I was, uh, well, there was Hollywood before me, there was Brucey B, there was Star Child, there was Love Bug Starsky, but when I came on the scene, I made it national, I made it big, I, I, I did it different, I, um, I put aggression to it, and I wanted to be looked at as an artist, not somebody just playing records, so that's why when I got Those on the stages... Those are the stages, I heard down here in Miami. Right, when I got on the stages, next to that platinum artist, I'm going to leave that scar in that coliseum, you know, just like that platinum artist is, even maybe even better, because that's how I wanted to be looked at. I didn't want to be looked at as somebody who was just playing records, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know, and that's how, the, that's how all the money came up. That's how, you know, everything started getting bigger. You know, mm. the first the DJ became, it became a business now. I made it a business. Right. It wasn't no right. more you behind a Showmanship group. Yeah, you wasn't no DJs. more. You had to be behind a group yes. to be on and get paid. Now you get paid on your own. You're your own man. You know what I'm saying? And you rock out and, and you travel the world. So now, that's what it was. Now, ASAP Fur. Yeah, yeah, come on, Tony, talk up, drink up, and we're going to take shots, too. Now, who was the first DJ to play an ASAP Ferg record? Who was the first DJ to break ASAP Ferg? Hit the mic right there, too. Uh, uh, I want to say self. Mm, DJ self. Yeah, DJ self. Right. Um, I want to, but it, I don't. It's so long ago. Mm-hmm. I want to say self. I, I can name all the early supporters. Mm-hmm. How about that? Mm-hmm. I want to say self was definitely one advocate that right. really represented for me. And then I want to say uh, DJ Enough mm-hmm. always showed me love. Mm-hmm. Um, Carmelo definitely definitely showed me love. Everybody for, call him Carmelo. Like, come on, come on, come on, You know what it is. Too. I think it's a racist shit. Shout out to Carmelo, too. <laughs> Camilo, Camilo. Yeah, yeah. DJ Carmelo showed me love definitely for the uh, Spanish yeah, community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, uh, Flex. How can I forget Flex? Uh, right. Definitely. So, right. you know, shout out to all of the DJs like early on and Bay Bay out right. there in, um, what is it, Dallas? Smoking? Not straight, bro. Okay. Yeah, smoking? um, God damn it. Yeah. Smoking, but I want to say, like, Self was definitely, like, one right. of them, the first ones. Well, you guys ASAP Rocky, ASAP, well, ASAP, period, excuse ASAP me. Ma. Uh, uh, ASAP Ma, that's what I meant, excuse me. You guys represent a new sound of New York, but it's still New York. But how, how, how do you, like, uh, uh, um, face the cr- criticism when people say, ah, oh, that don't sound like the custom New York? Uh, I think we do got certain s- songs that sound like traditional New York, right. but I think, like, once the internet came, it's almost like you get to hang out everywhere. Right. So it's like, you, you, Getting music from kids that make beats in Japan, or mm, you yeah, getting right. the, we started linking up with kids that was in Texas, and then you know we was traveling, and, and Rocky went to uh, school in Mississippi and was linking up with different people. So our sounds uh, naturally progressed in that mm. way, and it was just like I said, like the internet kind of like integrated everything, and it made it a melting pot for music. And y'all right. crew was everywhere. Y'all had people in Miami too. Yeah, Miami definitely. Shout yeah. out to Lotto, um, ASAP Lotto, and shout out to. Uh, DJ Was J. Denzel kind of down with y'all somehow? Uh, nah, but Denzel is definitely like cool. Like extended family? He's cool. He's the homie, yeah. Yeah. Now, Tony Touch, early on, right? 
being a, a Puerto Rican and, and, and a DJ, DJing, was that, did that face like uh, complications because the traditional DJ was black at that time? Or? Um, traditional. I mean, you know. I think we was all there from the get. No, nah, no, nah, there, was, there was a lot of Puerto Ricans on the scene okay. before me, you know. We were just talking about uh, little Louis Vega before. Mm. And, you know, he was one of the first, you know, Doing urban parties in the city, and Capri actually was doing Studio 54 with him back in '87. Mm, which Studio 54, I forgot all about that, but he took me back with that. Yeah. But you know, Too yeah, young. Louis, you know, Charlie Chase, of course, you know, we, Charlie Chase, yeah, we, we had Puerto Rican presence in there, you know, it wasn't a lot, but you know. Yeah, you know what right. I mean. We, but do you, do you do you do you felt like it was harder being Puerto Rican, or, or was it like? Um, Nah, because you know I was playing, I was playing dance music too and stuff mm. like that. You know mm. the dance music. He's still was, heavy in that too. Was like you know predominantly Spanish anyway, so I was in that world as well. But as far as in the hip hop, you know, not, not really, man. I didn't really mm. feel no resistance or any type mm. of way. It was just, I was born in East New York, so I was just around. It was just part of you know. That means you got a body. Let's make noise for people in East New York. Everybody in East New York got a body. Even the garbage man in East New York got a body, mm-hmm. goddamn it. Mm-hmm. So, kick a free, right? I've been to your parties. Mm-hmm. I've been there. I said, come on, open up that bell there, man. You ain't gonna get away, you man. Whoa, now I'm drunk. Now I'm drunk. Now, now that... So, I've been to your parties, kick a free. And you really interact with the crowd. You make sure they participate in. Is that important? Because uh, do you get mad when you see a DJ that just play records? They don't talk to the crowd. They don't hype it up. I don't get mad. I just stay in my lane and it's do what I do. Yeah. But do you do you judge and, them? Come on. Nah, you're a I mean, DJ yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, of course you're gonna judge anybody that you go and pay. Well, I don't pay to get in, but when you go to see somebody on the stage, your, your whole idea is you want to feel better than you did before you got there, and that's mm. the job to do. And mm. a lot of people sometimes they get stuck in their stuff and they forget that they think that mm. they're doing the crowd a favor. Really, when them people stop paying for tickets, you're gonna mm. see who really doing a favor so my whole thing is it's not just the crowd it's the, it's the promoter you gotta make sure the promoter's happy such as let's um, say when I do a show somewhere and the promoter lives and does everything according to my rider and, and something like rain happened and the crowd don't come I tell him yo so go set up another show and we'll come and do it for free for you mm-hmm. just so he can get his bread just so he can never feel like when, when I'm down and he's gonna kick me further and a lot of dudes what they do is I got my bread I'm here and that ain't my problem and all that shit but see what that's definitely me. This dude had me come back six more times <laughs> right, that year. Right, right, right. You see what I'm saying? He see that right. I got his back no matter what. So right. I come back six more times that year, yeah. and I ain't got to worry about making a record. I ain't got to worry about being on TV. Mm. I ain't got to worry about being on the radio. Mm. I conquer all that. Just the name alone, the brand alone, keep going because of those things, because of the respect that mm. you give these promoters mm. and the crowd that come and pay you. Mm. And that's just it, man. That's why I keep going. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> Make some noise for Kicker Preach being a great nigga. I'm well, a good nigga. Who's drinking? I'm a good, I am not a great nigga. Nah, get I'm a, give me another cup. I take a, give me an ice cream cup. I drink with you. You take a shot. We take a, nah, that's shot about that. We're going to take a shot. Yo, some real yo, shit. I, got a, I got a question for you. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm going to come right back to you. Deaf Comedy Jam. Mm-hmm. Where was you at when they first gave you that call? And what did you think? Because you were the first DJ on Def Comedy Jam, correct? Yeah, I mean, I was the one with them from the time to start uh-huh. to the time I ended. <clears throat> and the tour. <clears throat> um, I was doing a show, after show, for LL show. He was doing the garden. Mm. And they asked me to do the after party. I'm shaking this building Make up. Make some noise for kicking on us. Well, anyway, uh-huh. shaking the building up. Mm-hmm. Russell Simmons walk up. Yo, kid. He see the crowd, you know, losing it. 
Yo, kid, what you think about doing a comedy show? You know? I'm like, comedy show? Fuck comedy. What I got to do? DJ with a comedy show? Whatever. Uh, I was like, wait a minute. This is Russell. It's HBO. Yeah. I'm to question this shit. Let me just go do it. <laughs> so, anyway, we ended up doing it. Mm. And that shit changed my life. I mean, I was popping in the street. Mm. But I, I thought I was popping in the street. But I wasn't shit. When I got on that show, mm. I remember the first concert we did. The, not the television show. The first it went on the road. I saw you on Miami. I yeah, saw you on the Miami. first the first show we did. I'm behind stage. It was about maybe nine thousand people in the crowd. I'm behind stage, and the crowd the, the curtain is down, and I'm I'm standing. I'm listening to people, you know, clapping on. But I ain't really thinking nothing of it. As soon as the crowd, as soon as the thing opened, these people were screaming, like it was just like I. I Michael Jackson or some shit. I ain't know what was going on. I was just screaming, but I'm standing. I never that's got stage fright. Like, this is a deaf comedy show, yeah. but, but this is the, the tour. tour. Yeah. This is the tour. Yeah. And, and when that happened, yeah. I went to go grab the mic. They screaming even more. So now what happened was I had a 15-minute set. So I had to play records quick. Mm. And the more records I, shit I played is the more crazy these people got. So I seen what I did in them concerts and I applied it to the parties. And that's when the DJ seen me doing it in the parties, mm. playing the shit quick and, mm. you know, freaking it out. And but a lot of times, a lot of DJs try to do it and they piss people off because they don't make sense of what they're doing. They're just trying to do the shit. But when I started doing it, it was a story I was trying to tell, so it worked. Mm-hmm. And I just took it and brought it to the party and did what I did. Like a, n- a number of other things we could get into and talk about, but we won't even go. No, there. We going there. We going. We going. We going to take some shots. It's shot. crazy after the shows because yeah. I, I went to the tour when they came here. It was at the James L. Knight Center. You, you do you got a, you got the ticket? Because I know you got the tennis. I, you know, I probably do have the ticket. I probably do have the ticket. And you know, after the show, he came off the tables, went into the uh, into the crowd. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, that's what I always yeah. do. Always right. getting the crowd. Yeah. Always getting with the right. crowd. I was def- definitely. Those are my people, man. To this day, I do 200 shows a year. Right. So to this day, you know what I'm saying? My engagement is to be with the people. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, oh. At all it's times. It's only 365 days of the year. He's Absolutely. busy at 200. Got This nigga's out here touring. You gotta, remember, you gotta remember, I was the first dude in hip hop to own a tour bus too. I was about to get, I was Woo! going there. You know what I'm saying? Damn, I was you gotta going remember there. that. Like, yeah. I was first going dude there. in hip hop. Damn. So I'm, I'm going fucking on my interview right to now. Straight, I'm sorry, I was going to get to it. So you I was going there. Go there. Go I was going to straight own them. Own them. Own them. I own my first, yeah. my 40 foot, my 40 foot bus. My, my second album came out. I went on my first bus And then I went and bought a 45 foot The crazy shit When I went to go buy my first bus The people that owned the bus The company They were laughing at me Like well, nobody buy buses Your album come out You go rent a bus Tours over You send the bus back I said man Give me my bus man Came back Bought another one mm. Gave them their best drivers Driver mm. Justin Timberlake Cash Money Lil Wayne mm. All that So they, they was happy They didn't even offer me A million dollars for my company I didn't take it But you know But at the end of the day I was the first one to do that Because it was so many dates and I'm traveling with 15 crates of records. I like my shit to look crazy and bulky. So right. I was on stage smashing them like that. I needed my bus to roll and take me. So that's what I did. Got that make some noise for that right yeah. there. Now ASAP Fur. He had a question for us. Let him ask his question. Uh, I had a question for you that I uh, wanted you to hit me with a question. When was the moment you knew? Because you know, um, y'all was a crew prior to coming out. Yeah. ASAP gang, but ASAP crew. But when was the moment that because I, I I understand that Rocky was the first one to jump off. But when was the moment you said, uh, I'm here? The moment that I knew that I got, when when he was doing his thing and I was playing passenger, I was like, I was just basically studying because before I got into the game, I was scared as hell. Mm. 
You know, they always talk about like all the people taking advantage and the record execs and mm. the devils in the game and all of that and shining his soul to the devil. But, and but who you think is going to take advantage? Who do you think that's going to come from? I mean, who you thought back then? Them people you weren't expected. Like the, the people the, that Kyle talking about? The, uh, the who? The people that Kyle talking about? They, 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 guys they, 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 guys they, 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 Desire to hang out with you and your friends, mm. those guys, and um, mm. yeah, um, I just basically wanted to study the game, and you know, we all just like, it was good because I was doing it with my friends, mm. but like I was just like, all right, when he drops, I gotta be like right behind him, mm. you know what I'm saying, just to be that support, and I know like, you know, when things slow down for him, you know, I gotta be the next one, just like how Meek did for Ross, or mm. like you know, uh, Drake did for Wayne. I gotta mm. be there to pick up the the thing and put it on my back. Right. And um, I had to figure out. We was like really pushing Rockets. Like we was, you know, we all wanted to do Vogue. We all wanted to do GQ. We all wanted, but he did it first, and he did it. You know, he opened those doors for us. But we was like basically putting him on a pedestal to do those things. So I was like, what can I do to do do something different? You know what I'm saying? Because y'all started hanging downtown wearing different type of clothes. Yeah, but we've been hanging downtown mm. doing a different clothes. Like, I was hanging out uptown. I was wearing different clothes. Mm. We were just different. You know, this is the village of Miami right here. Oh, yeah? Nah, yeah, yeah. I don't think so. This is the village, nigga. I don't know. When what is the new, this is the village of Miami. I don't think so. It just don't got style. It don't got style like the village. The village got style. We have, like, the art galleries. Yeah, this is an art gallery, yeah. Yeah, so. Go to 20 years ago. It's not like that. Yeah, I know. What I was getting to though it's just like I just basically had to discover what I was going to bring to the table and mm. like my sound and what ASAP Ferg is going to be to the group mm. and I, I knew that like ASAP wasn't really in the clubs like that mm. you know what I'm saying because we was hanging out downtown and we right. went to house parties and you know we was with a bunch of white hippies and shit Man, like I that I wish y'all would have invited me to these parties <laughs> you know fashion parties and shit right. like that so but I'm always the hype one I'm bringing right. the energy so like I'm the one I was the invitation to the club mm. And that's when I started doing work and shopping and like all the shop. Whose idea was that? The shopping shit is genius. Oh, that was mine. I didn't, like listen. I didn't even know what I was doing. It just kind of came to me, and like I heard the beat. Oh, yeah, and it was just yeah, like, no, nah, that yo, he got fucking shop on the I know joint, dog. Yeah, shop exactly. come on, yeah. man. When, when I, when oh, he's about shop up, shop up. On the remix, he got shop up, shop up, shop up, and he kills it. I did not know what language you were talking about. You said shot. You did not finish the race. You got to get the ranks. Nah, it was my idea. Not even to get the actual shot. It was mine. Yeah, but what I'm asking, how old are you? Because how old are you? I'm 28. You're 28? How do you appreciate shopper ranks? I mean, I grew up on shopper ranks. But the video was spot on, too. And you had the jewelry on like him? Shopper ranks, I had shopper in the video dancing. Like, the whole, the whole, treatment of the video was evolved around Shaba. It was like, we had people emulating him. I was emulating him. That's what I'm saying. Like, rich, on, famous. And then, like, I had, we was, like, basically loitering in his house. Like, you know, uh, we snuck in his house. Right. And he was like, that's when he shows up at the end of the video. He's like, yo, get out of my house. And, but he started partying with us. Right. But, like, I grew up seeing Shaba like, on Rap City. And, right. and I always remember him, like, having mad jury. He always had mad chicks in the videos. <laughs> So Shabba I was like, cool. yo, who's cooler yeah, than Shabba? Shabba was cool, man. Yeah, he's yeah, always been cool. cool. But 
but I always like pay homage to like those before me. Like you know, I used to shout out Selena. Like you mm. know, early in my career, Hundred Million Roses, and then I put like um, Onyx and Be Real on the same track Ooh. on my first album, and then I turned around and put Bone Thugs on a track called uh, Lord on my first album. So that was just always the thing I did. Is like if you want to make history, you gotta. Literally make yourself a part of history, and right. that's what I was doing, linking right. myself with history. That's right. one thing I always respected about y'all is that, like, from the beginning, y'all came out, y'all said y'all was raised on Bun B, y'all said y'all was raised on Master P, right. and y'all wasn't afraid to actually big up y'all influences. That's right. one thing that I always, because it don't matter where your influence come from. I'm from New York City, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but if my fucking influence came from NWA, I gotta claim that. I gotta right. say it. If my influence yeah. came from Ice T, I gotta claim it. And that's one thing that I always. You know, respected from y'all, yeah. that y'all y'all stuck with that. Right. Yo, can I get that rose? Mm. Now, Tony Touch, mm. you're a motherfucking genius. You sat back and you said, "I'm gonna make something called 50 MCs." Mm. Why? That changed the game for the mix. You fucked us up. Man. Yeah, you fucked us up. I, I had to have like my verse. Miami, man. Every time you call me for 50 MCs, I had to write for like a week. <laughs> I had to be like, because I know you might, yeah. I, my verse might come on, and you might put it on Scarface right after me, then after the Scarface is a Nas or a Jay, you know, mm. shit like that. Like, how mm. did you think of the 50 MCs? What, what was going through your head? What, were you smoking dust? Uh. <laughs> it, it feels like PCP. And what, what was, was it? Was what it was PCP's equivalent to that? Did, was it first Duop yeah, that? Yeah, here's what happened. Duop did a mixtape called 95 Live. Right. So he raised Ooh, the bar. I remember that. And the, he raised the bar with the mixtape game with that mm. 95 Live. You know, what was that 95 what? It was called 95 Live, the mixtape that. With the original, okay, original, original, yeah, yeah. original he, had like, he had like maybe 15 MCs on yeah, there. Yeah. KRS, and, mm. and he did like this long intro, and it, it, was, it changed the game. It, so, it was crazy. Mm. It was crazy. So a year later, it was my 50th mixtape. Right. And, you know, I, I wanted to treat it like an anniversary kind of thing. And so I fed off of what like WAP did. And, right. You know, just different influences. Of course, kids set the whole thing off. Everything. Right. You know what I mean? Everything. We're products of this. Let me start off by. Absolutely, yeah, like, absolutely. Pay homage. Right. For not Capri, like I wouldn't even probably been doing mixtapes. You know what I'm saying? And I probably wouldn't have babies if I was Capri. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw that so, out there. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, so yeah, it was 50 MCs, the 50th tape anniversary. Well, you owe me child support. Throw it out there. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. That's it. That's that's what it is. You know what I mean? Absolute genius at that time. It was something that you had to sharpen your bars for. Like right now, Ooh. a DJ calls an artist for a mixtape, and all they want to do is outfashion. But back then, it was about bars. Yeah. Now, right now, I just I don't mind the outfashion. I don't mind the whatever. Like I'm into all this new shit. Are you into? What's what's, what's a new record you into? I mean, you know, I still got the radio show right. on, on on over there. Right. So what's what's on the record? Block. Tony Tony Thoka is into. I mean, I like all of this shit. I like mm. ASAP Ferg shit. Mm. I like West Coast shit. I like South shit. But name one. I like German shit. I like West Coast, you know. Name one. one name one, one you, you want to get in the car to and ride out to right now. Right now? Right if now. I walked out the door, probably something like Conway right now is like mm. doing it for me. Big up Conway. It's an artist like Conway. outside of New York. Right. You know, currency. Mm. You currency know, stuff dope. like that. You know. 
All kind of shit. West Coast shit. How about you, Ver? What's the joint right now? You wanna you wanna jump in the whip? I'm listening to Ross album. Yeah, yeah, we gotta get in the Ross album. We gotta get in. And 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 I like Drake the 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 shit where he talking his shit on on, mm. on the songs. Like oh, okay. He's, um, he's talking his um, shit. What is it? What's the first song called of the album? Um, um, that free smoke, free smoke, free smoke, free smoke. That boy went in. And I felt them. And besides that, I just listened to like a. I'm still stuck on like the old shit. Like honestly. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah, okay hold on. So, kid, what's the joint right now? You going in the car? You want to hear right now? It's kind of hard to ask me that because I got so much music. I'll be playing. I got three different shows going on right now. But just so one. Like not, a, 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 any, any I mean, right now was was. Uh-huh. I mean, right now, I guess Ross album is banging right now. Mm. I'm saying that trap trap Ross, is crazy. That there's all that shit's crazy on that album. Matter of fact, I was just on a boat the other day. We were playing that shit on that. I heard it for the first time. It's no problem. Hey yo, shout out to Bing. Bing did his thing. Great job. Bing did his thing. Yeah, come over here. Come over here. Come over here. Come over here. What up, Because I want to tell y'all. I want to tell y'all what song I what song I want to get in the car right now and listen to. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? And then the Super legend in the game. I'm on the way here. So I'm talking to him on the phone, talking to him about, you know, just regular shit. And then the song comes on. And I go, I, I, I put the phone down, like, yo, this is the hottest joint on the street. So as I put it back up, he's like, fucking hate that joint. And I'm like, damn. See, the thing about me is, I come from the night, but I live in 2017. I choose to appreciate what's happening now. Me too. Like, I, I, I can live off the old shit. That's cool, but I actually lived in that era. You know what I'm saying? Most people who praise that era are people who who who, who didn't live in that era. We're going down this path again right now? Yeah, no, I'm saying. I'm saying because I actually really did the new shit. And people will be looking at me because I'm a, like a quote-unquote... You know, uh, what is it, a gangster rapper from then? And like, I, I can appreciate that shit don't everything. Mean Look, like, I, 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 I do think that you have more, fun back, day, no, more, yeah, fun, more fun back in the day. No, we definitely have more fun. I feel like, I, I, I feel like it's like you really hardly could feel anything nowadays. Okay, now break that down, Fur. You, like, you want to drink some rose with me, Fur? I'm drinking. I'm, you want some rose right now? Look, get some rose. Yeah, some rose. They told me you wanted rose. We taking shots. Look, come on, whatever you pour. Let me be a white. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm not waking up tomorrow. You might not wake up tonight. Okay. Koyo taco, Andres? Koyo taco. I've never been to Koyo taco before. You, you were there, you just don't remember, you drunk motherfucker. That's right. It's like, go ahead, Ferg, you were there. Yeah, so basically, I felt yeah, like. Ferg, hold on, hold on. My bad. I want you to finish. But did you see how I opened that up? Did you see a spill drop? No spill. You can tell that's a real champagne champ. popper up. Like, champagne champ. Popper up. He popped it, put it on the thing, and 
they just looked at my man and it didn't spill. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> nah, basically, it's just like I felt like, you know, back in the days, it was about discovery mm. and, like, you know, people people interacting with people. Nowadays, I feel like everybody hide behind the computers and, the and everything like that. And I'm not, I'm not crushing that because it's like, you know, it did open a lot of doors for what's happening now, but, mm. you know, I, different. I marvel different. at what, like, how y'all lived y'all lives back in the days, like, hearing the stories from my uncle and my, my pops and, yeah. you know, watching the old movies, like... Where's Gino? Gino over there? Is Gino here? Gino! Gino's Gino's here. Gino's here. Get the fuck out of here. Yo, oh, I think he's still looking for parking. <laughs> he better not be. It's just for parking right there. Shot glass. I'll tell you the crazy shit. shit. I'll tell you the crazy shit. shot. Gino was an intern, here, right? Marco. Oh, yeah, I'm in. Gino was an intern, yeah. right? Yeah. And we had just released an album in? called The War Report, right? What is it? Oh, at the end. Of it. All right, well, it's EFN shit. We got a drink. I, you got I don't it. have another shot, though. Listen, if, if you turn down a Cuban... I got some right here. Listen, I'm not, listen, Fur, you got to take a shot. If you turn down a Cuban, it's 20 years of bad sex. I'm just throwing it out there. You got to <laughs> you know, take a shot. You're going you to start getting bad pussy. You need another shot glass, though. Hey, hey, take mine, and then I'll take yours. I'll drink after you. How about that? How about that? Salud. Salud. Drink cheers! Go ahead. Ah, ah, Go ahead. As aguayente, it tastes it. like trotting. Oh, Let's do it. Oh, look at that. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Akinelli. I want to rub my nipples. <laughs> Shit is real. <laughs> Shit is real. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is where we get loose. Uh, we haven't recorded a podcast. We haven't recorded a podcast in a long time. We just want to let y'all brothers know. And that. we celebrate. We ce- one, one year anniversary. Well, one year anniversary. Well, Soul oh right man, now. I got new chest hair. All right, right so we gonna drink some rosé. You you you're not gonna mix that. No, I got an extra cup for you. Look at that. Look at that. Look at the drink, champ. Look, you got an extra cup for you. Nigga, a real nigga. <laughs> nigga, a real. And I got a big. What this guy just comes out of nowhere? I got a big up ASAP Rocky because we had an episode. Listen, we had an episode with ASAP Rocky. Here you go. Tranquilo. Bomb. There you go. See you later. And I gave French a five because I said, pick up French for fucking a Kardashian. And ASAP, if you look at the footage, ASAP yeah. Rocky is like this. I don't get a five? Yeah. And I'm like, oh! I Why, told you me. mess with the Kardashian? Yeah, that's when he fucked the Kardashian. Let's make sure nobody's niggas fucking Kardashian. I really felt like he came into that show like he, like he, like he was into Drink Champ. No, listen. ASAP Rocky, this is what happened. I'm going to describe he, what He happened. seemed like he was excited He ready to go in, yeah. but T.I., what happened? The there, lawyer man? for hip hop. I blame you. I blame you. Why? When I walked into the room, yeah. he was already talking to Ti, and it already looked. Oh bad. yeah, yeah, me and Ti. Yeah, it, didn't it look was good. cool. That's my, that's the homie. You know what I'm saying? But you know, we've been this, and he just wasn't having it. Like uh-huh. he, he didn't want, he didn't want to play games. He didn't want to take shots. He didn't want to do all that. So I, you know, but ASAP walked in there. So T.I. immediately became his lawyer. But Ace, Rocky wanted to get wild. No, no. He, he already, wanted to get yeah, wild. He started asking me if I was drinking or not. Like, mm-hmm, crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. 
Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. Got my Prevna 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. L-A-S-I-K. LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K. LASIK.com.
Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. We're back to Drink Champs Radio with rapper N-O-R-E and DJ EFN. Now, Tony Tuck, you've been in this game for how long? I mean, I started DJing in 86. So, I started making money like in 90... In 91, 92 is when I started paying, started making paying the rent off of it, you know? I was selling crack. <laughs> <laughs> He's been coming to Miami forever, too. It's been a, it's been a great run, man. Right. God is good. Yes. Everything chilly, chill. And that's yeah. it, you know? Mm-hmm. Word. And what do you love most about this game? Mm. The drink tank. Uh, the drink champs. God damn, God damn it. We're going to make so you know how I say Chicha get the yayo? Yeah. She saw for Scarface. So I was working Tommy Boy. You know I did the marketing and we did the video shoot with Tony Touch and he had the homie Chichi in the video. Yeah, Chichi get the layo. Chichi get the yayo. Chichi in the motherfucking video. That's Angel. Angel Salazar. He's a comedian, right? Comedian. That's the homie, man. Chichi get the yayo. It's official. Chichi get the yayo. God damn it. God damn it. God damn it. Let's make some noise. Chichi the yayo. <laughs> You've been all over the world. You you was you was signed to Trackmasters. Let's talk about that time period. No, I wasn't signed to Trackmasters. I was signed to Columbia mm. for five years because they lost. Sound like a bit when you said that. No, because what happened was, you know, at the time I'm sizzling, sizzling, sizzling. They lost. We've been rich for so long. You just seen how he did that. He was like, yeah. I did. <laughs> that was a rich. That was a rich nigga move. <laughs> Listen, certain people don't speak rich nigga. Like every time Hove texts me, I always, I always show it to somebody else that I know is richer than me because I don't understand what Hove be talking about. He'll say something and then he'll I'll skip lines. I'm sorry, but that was a rich nigga. What we talking about? Go ahead, continue. Um, um, what we talking about? You speak it up. You said Columbia. So I did my album right. and I gave it to the head A and R. He lost the shit. What? Oh, yeah, shit. So I told him, I said, Yo, fuck y'all. Whole, 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 whole album. I said, fuck y'all. You didn't have a copy? Listen. I said, fuck y'all. ain't doing nothing. Right? Five years later, they said they called me your kid because they were trying for the whole five years. Your kid, come on, do your Nah, I ain't doing nothing. So. Five years later, they called me, yo, we signed Trackmaster. They come in Columbia. They going, you know, straighten out shit. I was like, all right, I know them. Maybe I'll fuck with them and see what's going to go on. Mm. So as we started start doing that, I'm a producer. I'm a, I think Trackmaster did maybe two joints and I did everything else. And, you know, we, we, as we going along, I'm seeing certain things that I didn't think should have happened. But, you know, I'm telling them, like, let's just wait. Let's, you know, they wanted to put it out on November 17th, the day of. Everybody coming out, they promoted six months. I'm like, yo, let's just wait till the next year turn around, and then we put it out then. Right. You know, whatever happened, happened. But the bottom line is the album was a classic. The album was dope. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's what happened. But as far as it being sold the way it was supposed to be sold and handled, it wasn't handled the way I wanted it to handle. So from that album, and everybody was on that. I won a Grammy from that, from that joint with Jay-Z on it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I had everybody on that. From that album, you know, it was so much trouble doing it. Even even Norby was on there. Norby yeah, and right. Pum was on there. That's right. But it, it just made me feel like I didn't want to do no more records. I didn't want to do no more albums. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it was just too much clearances, too much shit. Oh, I'm yeah. on the roll heavy. It was just too much shit to deal with. So I just said I ain't going to do it. But now, 
and I was with Battle Rap for the last eight, nine years, like following them and, you know, being on them and, you know, just supporting the whole movement. Me and Lux, we had shot some. I was going to bring the HBO in and it worked out, but I ended up starting, I started an album on them called Top Tier. Oh, got tired of hearing battle rappers it. couldn't make good records. So I said, you know, I'm going to take the top battle rappers or some new kids, put them all together, make some hot shit and try to prove the world wrong and don't use no mainstream artists on albums. So I don't have not one mainstream artist on albums. It's all battle rappers. It's called Top Tier. So it's called Come Soon. Is your cup, the white one is your cup? Nah. For uh, which one? Is, who, who cup is that? The white one. Mine. It's empty. That's cute. Empty. Hey, you want some? No, I got, I got my, I got, I got my, I got my hey, bullshit. I'm lit. I got two right, cups. Cool. You know, this, this is how they do it in Paris. This, this cold. No, this is how he does it in Paris. That's how they do it in Paris. That's how you do it. in Paris. No, that's how they do it. That's how they do it. Yo, shout out to Mr. Cream. We had Mr. Cream ice cream shop. Shout out. Yeah, big up Mr. Cream. Definitely, man. Big up 89 as well. Big up, and we're at Mr. Cream right now because the reason why. I say that Capri is because um the people who helped me shape my only platinum album was the Trackmasters. Yeah. And I did an album called N-O-R-E. And I remember damn near almost maybe 60% of the sessions you were the next star to me. Trackmasters is a beast. Let's just get it straight. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and, and they definitely helped me mold my album the way I wanted to mold it. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, the, the, sonically and everything. Is, if you mm-hmm. listen to the soundtrack to the Street Sound album, it was incredible. And it was, uh, they did a lot of contributing. Did you come to Bearsville? Huh? Bearsville? A lot of contributing. Let me make sure I say the right words. Uh, <laughs> uh, did you come to Bearsville? You don't remember Bearsville? No, I did everything in... Uh, in uh, Hit Factory? Yeah, everything was in Hit, Hit Factory. Factory. So we, we you remember that. we used to bowl bottles of Cristal? You don't nah. remember? I wasn't around here. Yo, yo, listen, listen. We used to drink all the Cristal, right? And then we used to be like, yo, line them up. And we would line them up. Hit Factory kicked us out, nonetheless. <laughs> right, right, right. You, know, you remember, it was two Hit Factories. Yeah. Uh, it was the one up the block on 54. The, the one down oh, the block. Oh, the one down the block, I was banned for life. Mm-hmm. Banned for and life. And there's one out here, right? <laughs> Miami. I, well, that's uh, yes, right. Okay, and, and, but that's that, that was going. That was a, originally Criteria. Okay, it used to be called uh, yeah, the Miami I'm old school. Criteria is mad. Yeah, old school. yeah, I'm, I'm mad old school. It was <laughs> called Criteria, <laughs> and then Hit Factory bought it. But remember, 54th Street. It was Sony, then it was Hit Factory, mm-hmm. and then it was um, the, the old Hit Factory. Mm-hmm. I could never get the new Hit Factory. Yeah, because I—that's um, why I was at new. One. I had we used to we used to we, Crystal was the shit back then, so we used to drink so much bottles of Crystal. We used to line the bottles up, and then whoever was drinking the next bottle, we used to be like, "Okay, let's go." Bam, my whole session, you cannot walk because everybody other sessions they should take their socks off, I mean their shoes off, and just walk around. You know what I mean? You can never do that in my sessions. My shit is we bowling Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> Shit is just crazy. Cause them niggas say you're never allowed back. <laughs> never. You go up the block, and then I had to go to the hood factory. That's what they called the hood factory. <laughs> it was called the hood factory. You remember? Like because they had built the the new hood factory up the block from Sony. Remember, Sony was right there. Mm-hmm. But but you was that basically in almost every session of my most famous album in our. I got album. on your album. Remember yeah, me Fiesta. Fiesta, you yeah, produced yeah. on your album. No no yeah. no. Trackmaster produced that. Oh, he's on it. You on it. I had a record with you. And yeah. then we did my joint. You did came and did the joint. But do with me you and remember? Fun. It was me, you, Fifty Cent. Mm-hmm. That, that little video. That video yeah. is very is viral. Viral. That was your session, correct? That was my session. That was your session. I gave, matter of fact, I gave 50 Rowdy, I produced Rowdy Rowdy mm. for 50, maybe a week later after mm. that. Because people don't know you're a producer. 
Come on, let's, let's produce Madonna, produce Number Love for Heavy D, mm. produce uh, It's Like Boris That, Jay. that up to me. What? That's how Boris knows Kid Capri. That he produced Night Boris Night like the producer. <laughs> I said, Yo, in real talk, real, in the real, I'm going to tell you right. He's like, 12 years with old. With all the years, <laughs> with, with, with all the accolades and everything I got from this shit, like mm. producing, like as much as I love it, it never been my bread and butter. My bread and butter always been on them stages and doing what I do. Mm. Now I'm taking it real serious. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Even I produced my first and second album. Mm. It never really was. One thing I don't like doing, I can't go on motherfucking sessions, yo. I got beats, yo. Yo, let me get on your album. I got beats, yo. I can't, I, I just can't do that shit. It's like, so I felt like if I do this top 10 album and it's shit hot enough, everybody gonna hear it and come to me and say, yo, kid, this is right. So the people that I brought, the companies I brought it to, I ain't let it go yet, but the ones I brought it to, they asking for the shit that I, that I have on there, so I know it's gonna work. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But that's the way of me doing it, because I don't like, I just don't like bothering people, you know, you get that shit every day, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. You get it every day, so it's like, you don't need, you know, I just I just stay out of the way, I do my lane, that's it. Mm. You know, but yeah, I'm, I'm taking it serious now, though. Mm. This year, I'm getting on niggas' nerves. Mm-hmm. For sure. Nah. For sure. Nah. For sure. We gotta talk about my man. God bless the dad. You know, you know who I'm talking about first. Yes. Yams was my age in here mm. and in here. I never had a, like, you know how you could have a young homie and you have a young nigga conversation with him? I never had a young nigga conversation with Yams ever. He always talked about my era. He would call right. me on the phone and be like, yo, so you know what I mean? You and Pun and, and then you and this. And I'm like, I didn't know this. I couldn't be. I couldn't believe mm-hmm. how smart Yams was, and I. I, I can't. And what, what I'm saying about that, I'm not even talking about business wise. That, that comes secondary. I'm talking about just a culture wise. Was that the person who helped shape the ASAP movement and just said, "Yo, look, we gotta." You know what I'm saying? Like, am, am I correct? Without my, a doubt. Okay. Yams definitely was like. Uh, he orchestrated a lot. He was like our. Basically, he was the the your shug, your puff. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he was definitely that, and he right. he weaved us together because you got a lot of artists, right. you know what I'm saying, on on one label, right. and um, you know, we was all crew before like we even got into the business, so it's just like, you know how everybody got their own individual like mm-hmm. attitudes, and you know, he he basically found the he found a way to facilitate all of our ideas and weave us all into each other to where the world can digest what we was doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? And um, he, he made us the package. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was basically the Steve Jobs, and he made the iPhone that was easy mm. to work. And, right. Yeah. And, and was it his idea to say everybody is going to be called ASAP? ASAP and ASAP? I don't know if it was his idea, but... Um, he was definitely like one of the superiors, one of the originals. It was him. It was uh, my boy ASAP Bari. Shout out to him. Big he's, he's doing like the whole V loan thing now, clothing line. Yeah. Um, ASAP Ills is like those are the original guys, and ASAP Bari is younger than all of us. Mm. But he brought me to the crew. He brought mm. me like you know Rocky came to the crew. Like so, it was a crew first, and then me and Rocky got introduced to the crew. Oh, you know what wow. I'm saying? That we just did like the rapping portion part of it. Oh shit! Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, that's great. We joined like a year, year and a half later. Yeah, that's great. Let's make some noise to that right now. 
Now, Tony Tuck. Didn't you have a job on Hot 9 7 at one point? Hot 9 7? Wasn't you fucking Hot 9 at one point? Yeah, I was there for a second. What happened? Let's talk about that. I was, um, shout out to Mickey Benson and, um, that, and, that's uh, Mickey Benson. That's Ice T's old man. Yeah, yeah. Correct? Mickey Benson. That's an old yeah. school gangster. Let's pick and, him up. Uh, Mickey Benson. Benson. Yeah. And it was um, mm-hmm. Melly Mel and him had a had a radio show called uh, the Mike Check Show. Mm-hmm. So I got lucky and up, you know, I, somehow Mickey, you know, me and Mickey hooked up. I don't remember how, but um, yeah, you know, they asked me to provide uh, you know beats for the you know callers that would call up to rap live on the show mm. it's like an hour long show and you know they would do their thing you know the, the you know uh, the furious 5 i think um who else was there scorpio i don't know if scorpio was there but you know it was the melly mel show definitely and i think uh his brother was there as well what's his name um kid creole kid creole yeah creole yeah kid so, creole yeah, so it was a Haitian nigga back then? Nah, he was one of the first Haitian niggas, Mike B. Nah, come on, guys. Haitian niggas, Mike B. That's what that was, Hot 97. It was a quick little run, you know? The Mike Check Show, Melly Mel. Yeah, I was like, shit, I was like 90... I was like 93 or some shit. 94. Actually, you know what? And that was when Pun... Um, that's when we first heard of Pun. So it was like 94. Because after the Mike Check Show... They would do a, 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 a lyrical showcase in the Bronx. Mickey and Melly Sarai. used to hook up this lyric showcase uh, up in the BX, and that's when. Uh, For you, buddy. Yeah. And that's when they found Pun. Mm. While I was doing the radio show, they had this MC showcase in the Bronx, and that's when um, uh, Mickey and them like they connected with Pun and. Everything else history, but that show lasted like eight months. It was a quick little run. Shout out Hot 97, though. Big up Hot 97. So now, what happens? When you get this phone call. Sirius Satellite says they want Toka Tuesdays. Um, no, uh, Shay Four Five. They must have uh, hit you. M but it wasn't call. a Sirius Satellite first. Uh, no, it was, it was uh, Shay Forty Five. Paul was like, uh, so this Paul is Eminem. And those guys. So this is Paul. Because he had a big part of Eminem's career too. Come on, let's. Well, just I mean, say. he was on the Fifty MCs too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's break that down. Let's break that down. I was like, come on, you being humble right now. Uh, you need super shot. humble. Give right another shot. Give another shot. God damn it. You want? He wants to do Ciroc. I'm doing Ciroc. I gotta, I gotta keep it real. Cause Ciroc is the best thing on the planet. It's refreshing. Ferg, it is refreshing. Ferg, you want a shot? Ferg, take a shot of some rock. Take a shot of some So, real quick, it's refreshing. The radio show. That's okay. Okay, Capri, you gotta do it. I ain't never. You gotta do it. Fucking guys are So, real quick, the radio show been running 12 years now on Sirius XM. Shout out to Make some noise for that, goddammit. And you know what's funny is that each and every one of you guys have been to the show at one point or another. You always support, man. So it's trippy to see us all together in one room at the same time. That's right, that's right. You're the most supportive show at the beginning. And yo, salute to all you guys here. We're here. It feels like Toka Tuesdays. It is. It is Toka Tuesdays. And listen, let me just tell you something. 
out of all the people from the young generation, Ferg is one of the people that we all gotta support. Absolutely, he's absolutely. A real mm-hmm. spin, spin absolutely. Up. He's a real yeah, supporter. This pops mad cool. This pops Let's get into it. Yo, 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 Cause pops like yo yo Gino still we in come from the Everett poem. Yeah, I'm about to call him. Yeah, tell him so yo, I'm from Miami, so tell us about his pops, man. I want to hear yeah, about yeah, this, yeah, man. I hear a lot about why, it. Why, why, why in Harlem, right. in Harlem, right? First of all, me and Starchild had the music. Me, Starchild, and Brucey had the music scene crazy. Brucey, you talking about? Right in Harlem, right. we had that shit lit. So at the end of the day, you know, every day. It's a legend. Sports, fashion, music, all going all together. Right. Mm. You had your you, at one time you had your Dapper Dan. Mm. Dapper Dan was making shit. Shout out to you know Dapp. what I'm saying? That everybody was going. <laughs> I to couldn't sing. afford it back then. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Ferg, what Ferg would do, he would make he would make clothes for the street that were classy. Or mm. make something that he would make stuff that you want, but if he, but when you seen his clothes, you 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 would feel flying and stuff like with Dapper Dan, it was more you was more hood fly. Right, he was right. more you know what I'm saying. But with Ferg, it was a little different. He had a little twist to his thing. Like him and Rashad, they had a little little twist everybody to his got thing. A shot, though? And Ferg was cool, man. They, they, right. they, 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 they drank they shot. Uh, where my shot? Your, your shot right there, bro. Let's get preached. He bopped the yeah. ring. Let's get preached. Yeah, go. Gotta go. go. You gotta go. This is a drink champ. You gotta man. go. Gotta go. go. Gotta go. Oh, oh that's all to all. God damn it. God damn it. Oh, let's big up the twin being back in, the, in our hands. Twin. Twin. Did you see yourself in the video? Oh, yeah. She was mad. He got the. The illest fucking lap dance. You got a good lap dance. He's going to recover. You know what I'm saying? That's right. That's right. You're going to recover, motherfucker. Make noise for twin. Wait, okay, 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 what? I don't know. I don't know. Hit, hit, hit that one. I got one. Yeah, bro, you can't one. escape your shot, bro. Drink your nah. shot. <laughs> Yo, your you shot, know man. how I got the foulest partner in the world? You, did you notice everybody else shot was like <laughs> decent? Nah, I was, I was I'm not gonna lie, but well, my kid is just so disrespectful. You're a drink champ. That's all I was about to say. That. Thank you for saying that. You're a drink champ, my brother. Salute for CBS. Speak some. Releasing the match. This is how I get the truth out of people, right? This is how I get the truth out of people. Absolutely. We get the truth out of ourselves. We probably fucking say more shit than anybody It's very true. People think we start having conversations with ourselves, and it's terrible. All right, look, but look. I now know, look, I'm gonna be honest. No, no, I'm gonna be honest. That's why I want Gino to be here. Gino, tell me stories about you and your crew all the no, time. No, but look, I'm gonna tell you something about something about your pops, which is real. We had did an album called The War Report. The War Report, <coughs> clinically acclaimed, our first album. Shit goes through the roof. We have a person that was an intern at the time called Gino. He was the person at the front. <laughs> so the people who did our shirts in the beginning. For people from Canal Street. We thought that was a deal. Gino's in the front, you know, answering the phone. Gino turns around and goes, oh, fuck Canal Street. We can go uptown. And we can get our shit right. So everybody's looking like that. But this is his first task. We take it on. It's your father he refers us to. Wow. Your father made the NRE t-shirts. Oh, wow. wow. The original NRE, the shit that Pun got on his head. Yeah, if you wow. look at it, it's a famous, because I gave Pun a t-shirt, and he said, what the fuck, I can't fit this. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I was like, damn, it's very true. So he just put it on his head. But your father was the person who designed it. Now, first off, my people from the Bronx, 157 and Gerard was the first people to refer me to him. But when I brought it to the label, the label said no. But Gino was the guy who actually pushed the whole envelope through. And the person he pushed it through was for your father. That's wow. And that's your so fucking manager right Gino. now. Oh, and that's his shit. fucking manager. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, take your shot, take your shot. Oh, I didn't take my shot? No, no, no. Can I ask my question? Yeah, because I got I wear in a large. Wait, wait until he takes that shot. I'm wearing a large right now. Let's go. Wait a shot. Yo, I love pun. What was pun like? He was the best, yeah, worst, he died worst on my friend ever. Oh, wow. February 7th. That's Damn. horrible. Yes, sir. Big up to the niggas in February. Yeah. And also, I want to say rest in peace to Capone's wife, mother, mm. passed away to, um, today. I got a story about pun. Oh, let's go on the pun story. When we did my album, Soundtrack to the Streets, I remember Lost Boys was in the booth, mm. right? And Lost Boys came to the session. Fuck, shout out to the Lost Boys Cheeks, those my dudes. Yeah, they, came, them they came to the studio fucked up. Niggas mm. <laughs> drunk, right? Which was dope, it was cool, we was having a good time, right? And mm. they was in the booth for a while. And Pun came with his family, his whole family. Right. So I stopped the Lost Boys, I made them come out, and I made Pun get in the booth. Pun sat a chair down, a couch, not a chair. It was a couch. Uh, okay, whatever it was. I know, he sat it down. I know, he put the mic in front of him. Yeah, 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 so he that's put that's the mic in front of him. He had his family around him in the booth. Uh, yeah. He did one take, one ad lib, it was out the booth. Yeah. Ten minutes. The record was done. Yeah. That's the record we did with you. Yeah. Wow. No, but Yo. I know his style. I, Yo, it was, was the there? most I'm not sure if I was shit. there, but that was Pun's style. Pun used to take whatever couch was in like the main room. He was like, "Yo, he have his niggas come and pick it up." Boom. That he'll was come, the most incredible and shit. And then he'll pull the mic down, and he's he's sitting. That's how his control was so incredible. It was crazy because he was sick. Oh, so he didn't he didn't do like not a lot of like them. take like I'm saying he didn't do like four bars four bars. No, nah, he did the nah, whole that, shit. That, that was a bad. and then did the whole. First of all, we were eight track back then. No, we were on that. But we I thought, like, I thought, we I thought he the real. No, he no punch. We're on the real. Punch-Punch-Punch-Punch-Punch-Punch-Punch-Punch-Punch-Punch-Punch-Punch-Punch-Punch-Punch-Punch-Punch-Punch-Punch-Punch-Punch-Punch-Punch-Punch-Punch-
and it had the Hard Knock Life beat on it. So I was doing my album at the time. I said, yo, I might use this shit for my album. My album. Let me see how it sounded in the arena. So I would play it. I would do my show. Then when I come back out the second time, I would start with that. The third show, I played it. Jay rolled up like, yo, what the fuck is that? What's that? I said, that's 45 King B. Some show on use. I was like, you like it? He was like, yeah, hell yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So oh, I talking about the hard knock line? Hard wait, wait, you just using the little the sample? You had a beat already. No, I had, he had, the way the beat is on the record, that's how I had it on the, on the acetate. It was just the beats with the song. It's a hard knock like with the beat. Like a double. That's beat? it. White people were walking up to me while I'm playing and saying, okay, how you get them drums behind the Annie beat? They didn't, they was bugging. <laughs> so Jay rolled up, said, yo, kid, What's that? Wait up, wait up. I, I said, hold on, hold on, hold on. So I said, yo, you want it? He was like, yeah. So I, I called 45 King right there in the arena, put him on the phone with 45 King, talked to him. Two weeks later, Hard Night Life came out. Five million seller. Woo. Six million seller. Yeah. Biggest record of his career. I need, oh, wait, 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 wait. Before that, I need, I need you to break down the story one more time. <laughs> How's that record credited, though? How's it credited? 45 King is the producer. Right. Jay Z is the writer. Kick and Pre is the link. Woo. You the plug, goddamn. The plug. What's the plug? plug. The plug. You know what I'm saying? That story. That's not the. That's not to say that all the other shit Jay done did. Come on, you already know what his career is. No, no. And me no. and Jay been cool, you know, for years, and what he's done is incredible. But I'm glad to say I was but a part that's of that. An incredible record. I'm glad I was a part. And then on that album, I did this like that. So I won the Grammy because the the album went as far as it went. So I won twice, man. It was dope. Beachy, what do you want? Salsa. Oh. Yeah, please. There you go, Parker. I just took a shot of this. It's terrible. Uh, I mean, when Madonna called me, that was crazy. Okay, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I did Madonna. Speed right now. Let's go. All right, we ready. You want to go to the Madonna story? <laughs> and it's Prince right? in the story, too? Did, did, did you smash? I don't think it's a story. Nah, it's not. <laughs> I feel like every A black nigga Madonna work with smash. All right. <laughs> I feel like every... Yo, I'm going to be real with you, man. Like, a lot of women in the industry... A lot of behind-the-scenes chicks, a lot of rappers, a lot of actresses, a lot of models. A lot of them try to get at me, mm. and I would never fuck with one industry chick ever. Mm. Why is that? <laughs> one, a lot of them talk a lot. Now, I'm not mm. saying all of them, but a lot of them talk a lot. And two, a lot of them fuck with the same circle yeah. of mm. everybody. You fuck around me, and you be here. Next, you know me and you talk about the same shit Like it become that You know what I'm saying and, and at the end of the day It's just I just felt like I ain't want nobody Doing what I do If I'm in this industry And I do what I do here I already know how How gritty this shit can get So if you in it I know how gritty can get for you so, And you're gonna get offered Way more than I'm gonna get Just like a chick in a strip club She gonna get offered Way right. more than a regular chick Gonna get And ain't just the strip club It's the ball over here That got the 10,000 For a couple of hours Come here and gonna be sure I'm gonna pay it up And that's what it's gonna be It's gonna be more than just just what it really is. So that's why I never really even fucked around. Sound like my the thing. Indi- it's an industry strip club. Yeah, it, exactly, pretty much. So I stay stay away from that. I just you know did my little lane. What we, the fuck we, is going on? I don't know what's going on. Relax. Come down, bro. Oh, that's, yeah. So, so far, when the first time you get your dick sucked? Let's keep it real. Let's throw it out there. I'll have to say. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. Let's throw it out. I was about. I was about. I was about. It's the wonder 
That's a good that's question. That's the wonder years. I've never even been asked that question. You gotta, you gotta throw it out. I'm sure you've never been asked <laughs> that question. <laughs> None of my chicks ever even asked me that question. Yeah, you gotta throw it out there. Leave it for Dream Champs. I had to have been about like 14, 15. And um, shout out to her for doing that. Shout out to her for doing that. I feel like it was a close member of the family. No, definitely Whoa, not. Look, it wasn't. What are we gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> like a cousin? That's my first. Close member of the family. That was your first. Close member. I'm sorry. Relax. We need to get into your story. I, no, I was going to go into my first rap suck. That's what I meant. Like, like after I, like, you, you, you had that record and then bitches just come to you and say, I want to suck your dick. It's like, that. that's like, oh, that's your first time. Like, yeah. like, like, not in the beginning. Like I was talking about after you became fur oh, all right. and the bitches say, I just wanna say your dick. Like I just wanna You have to be a little bit more specific. No, it's very it's You very. said in the beginning. Cause I mean listen, I live I got a life. question for you. Okay. Are you gonna let fur finish that and, and then, I got a question for I, you? I'm in. I'm in. All right, in. Cool. All right. Yeah. I don't um I don't even remember, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I, you don't know what it is right now. Ain't that fur? It's a lot. I remember situations. That's like your mathematics, God. You gotta remember your mathematics. I remember situations where, like, I've been overseas and 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 had oh, a threesome white with sisters. White girl. You yeah. sisters? sisters. Oh, yeah. White girls? Yeah. White yes. girls. Yeah. I, I love your story. Yeah. Let's continue. Yes. <laughs> Let's continue. Uh, and I remember having, a, and I remember my uh, my first threesome with two black girls. Mm. Yeah, and they was they like, was mad they, was all about it. they was mad, having mad fun. Mm. And I remember, like, not even, like, because, mm. you know, black girls is real, like, different. Like, they're not, yeah. they they not lifting a finger if they don't, like, they're not making you no sandwiches. They're not doing not, nothing. Yeah. But they was just <laughs> catering to me crazy that night. And you knew you yeah. made it. Yeah, exactly. You made it. Let's make some noise for <laughs> you. Exactly. You knew and you made it. <laughs> Too. Let's make some noise for Mr. Lee buying the worst cigars ever. It's like Mr. Lee went to the store and said, I just want to buy a cigar. It's going to make Nori annoyed. So kick it, Britt. He had a question for him or no? Yeah. Right, let's go. Yeah. You want to go with your question? When's the first time you seen uh, porno tape? Yeah, it's, it's definitely oh. you. <laughs> Story. <laughs> I'm on tour with Akinelli, right? And I, I think we got like five or six or seven dates with Kid. So it takes Kid probably like one or two dates to look at me and say, he's different. Yeah. <laughs> so crazy. it must have been like the second or the third date. And Kid said, no, because I'm with Akinelli. You got to put it in your mouth. I just come home fresh out of jail. I listened to my rhymes when I was whack. I used to be super whack. I'm gonna be honest. I knew I was whack. Like I knew I was whack. And I was calling them like, bitter, sit up, fuck that. Yeah. And I kept telling me, woo! And this is the man. He 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 the man on the street. I'm in jail. He the man on the street, he got this shit called The Bomb Baby. Wow, the yeah, Bomb yeah, Baby. Yeah. Ain't no if, no ass, no butts, and no maybe. But I know, he like, yo, this is like the young shooter, you know, idiot guy from our hood. 
When I'm calling him from jail, he answering. So what happened was I came home. We do a song called L.A.L.A. I peep my nigga Chaz from my hood. We, I'm trying to make this, this is just yeah, a super does long Ak, story. Does Ak know that you're doing L.A.L.A.? Does he know that? Does Ak know that? No, absolutely not. Okay. I come home, I do my own thing because I don't want to depend on right. my nigga. So I come home, we do L.A.L.A. It kind of pops. It kind of pops. No, it definitely pops. But we didn't want to. I didn't want to be a beef nigga type of artist. So I. We also six months later threw out a drink called T O N Y. Right. Classic. Classic hip hop. But mind you, Capone gets locked up. The album drops. Capone gets locked up. I don't know how to do a show. How do you do a show? Like I'm from the. I'm a cracker seller. <laughs> So, like, like I'm that nigga. I'm the nigga that I know every white person because I sell crack to them. <laughs> How do I do a show? <laughs> the crazy shit is I comes on my block, sees me pumping. He sees me making a cell. I can only put it in your mouth. So he sees me make a cell and he pulls over the car. And he's like, yo, what are you doing right now? But mind you, my album's out. But I don't know. Because I don't know how to leave my hood. So I don't know what's popping. People are telling me my hood is popping, but they've been telling me that since <laughs> I start rapping. Ox sees me make a sell. He, he drops. Comes up. What are you doing? And he says, how much you have on you? I have $500 worth on me. So he gave me $500. It was like, give me the work. And I was like, all right, cool. I thought he was smoking. I'm be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck it, go ahead. I this is the way out. way out. The nigga threw this shit in the sewer. And I was pissed. I was like, yo. But he paid for it. He paid you for it. But I was like, yo, what the And he said, yo, look, watch this. And he turned me around. Like, he grabbed me. Like, how I'm grabbing you right now. But he turned me around. And every car that drove through was playing the war report. And I still didn't know what that meant because I was so much of a hood person. It was like, I thought I just made it for my hood. It was like, so what? I made it just for these niggas. These niggas are supposed to play it. But he was trying to show me that everybody that's driving through is not from Left Right. They're just driving through to show that they're playing the war report. But still, I don't understand. But anyway... After that day, he plays my package and he says, Come with me on tour. This is when I meet the legendary kid before. That's the porno tape story. <laughs> so, right? I, now, Ak is on like a maybe like a 20, 30 day tour. But seven dates is what keep it Mind you. <laughs> I used to go uptown to this weed spot called He's cracking three, his knuckles Three Wise Men <laughs> Listen, listen I used to go uptown to this weed spot called Three Wise Men This is in Harlem Best weed that I ever smoked I used to go up there And Three Wise Men had nothing but King of Pre-Tapes So That was our thing Like a King of Pre-Tape at this time Was like being fly like you ain't actually had to be fly if you had to retape in your Sing pocket. Sex and fly Saturday and Sunday. Okay, you go. No, no, no. <laughs> this is real shit. This is real shit. Like Shout you ain't actually nurse. had to have a fresh pair of sneakers on if you were like, what? I got to keep pre-16. 
Right. Niggas is like, what? What? I only got, I only got 12. I got 16. But this is that type of fly shit, right? Ah, <coughs> takes me on tour. Kid, it's like three days in. Kid says, no, you got to relax. <laughs> he didn't say that, but in my mind, he said that. He said, them niggas ain't smoking. You ain't having no fun with them. Mm-hmm. And he was right. So I came to Kid, you know. You start playing Sega Genesis. Because <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the thing back then. Like It was like Nintendo Sega Genesis Sega, era. Sega. I'm sitting there. I'm like, Nintendo I love Sega this. Genesis. And he's smoking in this room, though. Not only I can't smoke in Ox Van, I can't even smoke around it. Because he's like a real, like, you know, don't smoke type of nigga. Like, that shit is whack type of nigga. So I'm like, all right, now I'm with Kid Capri. This nigga's mixtapes. I'm sitting there playing video games with him. And he says, yo, Nori, you want to see some shit? Sending me keys to their crib. I wasn't even asking for it. <laughs> Send me keys to their crib. So I'm thinking, I'm telling my niggas on the road, like, yo, let me tell you something. Y'all niggas don't go in no chick's room, don't go in nobody's mm. house. Because you never that. know the next nigga they send the key to you right. up in there, you know, whoop, mm. whoop. So, you know, Very but true. I'm saying that. Like, I'm saying it was, I, we can't really talk because it's not the show for that. But right. any, this show, I mean, the, the shit that was going on at that time, it was like, a nigga could have gotten a lot of shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm glad it worked out the way it worked right. out. Now I'm a whole different person. But, but you know, now, you know, chicks come to me now. It's like, uh, whatever. 
you know what you know what I had to talk with LL Cool J you was like the first porno star I said yo LL check out check out I said yo, L. I said yo, L. I said yo, you cheat on your wife? No, L. He put me on too. I got that all slow. I said yo, you cheat on your wife? He's like, no. I was like, why not? He said. He said, he said, cause I can't get no money being pushed around from different women. You pull this way yep. and pull this way. I agree. If you have one woman to satisfy, mm. that's all you have to worry about. You can worry about everything else you got to do, mm. which is the truth. At the time I was doing, I was doing, yo, I had one woman walk out one hour, another one walk out another hour, another one walk out another hour. My man sitting there looking at this shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't like it's documented, like mm. it can happen. But... And you, when you doing it, you think you it's a trophy. It's like you think you doing something. That shit ain't bullshit. That's bullshit, B. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like the, the real yeah. shit is, the real shit is create an opportunity for other niggas to get on. You know what I'm saying? And the way you gonna do that is focus on what you doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the real where I'm on right now so that's why we started these shows I got three different shows going on right now they all popping you know what I'm saying and when I'm doing it I started this uh, this Gmail block party action at gmail.com you know I, where I tell people around the country to send me their music and they get and you know, I play it on my shows cause I know what it's like to not get heard you ain't got no money for it you ain't got no mm. outlet no machine nobody know where you at nobody mm. trying to help you so this is a spot where whether it's hot or not I'm gonna let the fans decide that I'm not gonna right. put my opinion into it but I'm gonna give you an outlet I gave them an outlet for for them to be heard. So every week when I'm doing the joints, I play a few of the joints and let the people decide what's mm. going on. That means so much to that person, yeah. even if they don't go nowhere. It's just that they, they know that they have a chance. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's all to it, B. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises, or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic. And at higher risk, get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems 
may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. We're back to Drink Champs Radio with rapper N-O-R-E and DJ E-F-N. Now, ASAP Ferb, you eat ass, keep it real. <laughs> I feel like you eat ass. You got the good questions, my brother. I, I, I feel like you eat ass, ASAP Ferb. Why you feel like that? I don't know. I just feel like all Harlem niggas deep in their... Deep in their voice. Like deep in their soul, they eat ass. It's okay. It's okay. In this show, on this show, it's okay. I'm going to just say I'm a Libra. And I get turned up. <laughs> what, what, what's that? That's a tiger sign? Nah, it's not a tiger sign. It's a Leo. Oh. That's a So what's up. Libra? What, what month is that? The scales. October. October. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a lion. October. Same yeah. Thing. Oh, yeah. Y'all yeah. ruthless. <laughs> Y'all ruthless. Those are ruthless people. <laughs> Yeah, the kicker preaches Bowser? No, he's using Bowser. Yeah, uh, we're about to do that too right here. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm out of here. I can go. Yeah. I'm staying. That's good for you. I can do whatever I want. You can do it. You're, you're not human. No, I am human. But I'm having fun. Are you right, buddy? You were going to... No, wow, my shit's red. Yeah, you got pink eye. You got pink eye? No, I don't got pink eye. Okay. I never got pink eye. Go for it. I got all of it. Pink taco eye. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, first, where was that? Uh, you don't eat ass. ass. Yeah. You don't eat ass? Nah. <laughs> no, he, no, I kind of. I think he kind of admitted to it. I'm a Libra. I turned. I turned up. Listen, you gotta eat ass. <laughs> I know Tony Toga. Tony Toga, give him the mic for a second. Tony. It's protein. It's protein. <laughs> it's a part of. No, eating pussy is a part of Puerto Rican culture. Like, listen to me. Yo, look, my grandfather, the nigga never asked me, like, yo. Your Puerto Rican grandfather. Exactly. Thank you. Right. Thank you for correcting me. My black grandfather, he didn't give a fuck. But <laughs> my Puerto Rican grandfather, he never asked me, like, yo, you okay? You know how to tie your shoelaces? <laughs> the nigga just said, yo, you eating pussy yet? <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. Like, it's, it's a part of part. Just like I know 
in Puerto Rican culture, mm-hmm. your grandfather also gave you a beer at five years old. Let's just keep it real. Let's just throw that out there. Yeah. Let's just keep it real. Like it's a part of Puerto Rican culture. Nah, yeah, they make like, you drink. Yeah, they make you drink at like seven years old. Like they, 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 they don't make you. They just no. They 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 ask you and then uh, you good? Yeah, I'm straight. You good? Mm-hmm. Mm. And a Cuban to go with it. No, no, I definitely spoke with Cuban at seven oh, years old. Like, Cuban? Gotta, what did I do? What did I do? Relax. Tony Touch. What are you talking about? No, no, no. That's, that was my grandfather. Oh, he gave you Cuban at seven? Cuban of, cigars? No, I'm saying I grew up around, mm. you know, cigar smoke. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was a cigar smoker. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that, Here's yeah. some of this is a smoke, nigga. That's about to go. Yeah, it's okay. We, 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 we got killer. more. We got more. All right. Now kick <laughs> it. Yeah. Let's kick it break. He's befuddled. He's befuddled right now. I'm sorry. We gotta go there and kick it break. Mm-hmm. Listen, we our show is based on ass eaters, right? <laughs> <laughs> we love people. We eating ass. ass eater. Where's that? Eat the ass eater at? The fans. Okay. He's big in the hood. He's very big in the hood. Eddie the ass eater, big him up. So we got ass eater. He's big in our show. On our show. <laughs> no very pun big. intended. But I felt like in my youth. My youth. I saw you directing someone. <laughs> to eat your ass. <laughs> Oh my god. You, you see Chuck Barry? He got some footage and he, his legs is in there. <laughs> <laughs> he said, My legs is in the air on the last show. A little bit. I was like, No, no, no that's not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I almost yeah. threw my computer. <laughs> my Twitter going crazy. Did you hear the trick of story? I'm like, Oh shit. What happened? Who said that story on our show? Did it? It was you. It was on the 50 episode, though, right? I'm sorry, kid. In my mind, it's what I saw. I'm sorry. Is that not what happened? That's not what happened, kid. Shit. This is very. Nah, that's not what happened. It's very great shit. I think it's definitely happened. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he. Nah, man. I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm Not hands in the air, legs in the air. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, this, this is great.
great episode. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I'm trying. I, I, I was. I got a question first. Gigi. <laughs> it's just gonna seem crazy. <laughs> Go ahead. Go first. Okay, man. Oh, My condolences. You want, you want me to try to like act normal? Yeah. Like that? <laughs> oh. She looks like you got to stop pepper spray. I do. Feeling crazy. Kid coming back? Yeah. I don't think. Kid's never coming back. <laughs> Yo, I'm crazy. Man. Nah, we. <laughs> yeah, we have fun, man. <laughs> It's his father, too. We have, uh-huh. Gino hasn't come back since he left. Yo, where's Gino, man? Yeah, I know. <laughs> We're probably in the car with Are him. we doing more shots? I'm just asking. Yes. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I look, 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 I got a Dunkin' Donuts cup. That's horrible for you. I feel bad. And it's this Mr. Cream. Oh, no, that's good. 2400 North <laughs> Miami Ave. Yo, listen, hip hop. <laughs> yo, yo, you know what's funny is that he's mad guilty. He's mad guilty. It's like y'all don't see something y'all wasn't supposed to see together, and y'all just laughing about it. I'm trying to change subject. Change subject? He made it up, man. But it's funny. It's funny. He made it up. 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 Some more of this rose. Squeeze. I gotta ask you to relax. You gotta relax. Tell everybody here. We did worse. Yeah, because we know you shop at the flea market. But listen. All right, we're gonna we're gonna try to get serious right now. Yo. No, we love that. Yeah, no. I was going to talk to her, uh, Ferg, about Harlem. Uh, let's, let's go to the Harlem. Let's go to Harlem. So, right. 2450. Yeah. Mm. Right. Mm. It was this guy named Willie, older dude. He owned the SNS Club. You talking about Willie Burgers? Yeah, he owned the SNS Club. I never met him. 
And he owned the Zodiac. And he owned Willy Burgers. I'm sure you heard of Willy Burgers. Of course, you know okay. Willy, Willy Burgers. was right under the SNS Club. Mm. The SNS Club was killers, drug dealers, <laughs> and big niggas. Like it was just, they were just, it was just. If you was in there, you felt like you was somebody, but really you was nobody, really. So when I was in there, I was just looking at this shit like it was like, wow, this is, this is what goes on. But after the party was over, the whole 45th Street should be flooded. You see the biggest dudes driving the craziest cars skidding around the street. The whole street flooded out. And then they'll all go on Wednesday night. They'll leave from there and we'll all go to the rink in New Jersey. And the rink, that used to be crazy. Leave the rink, come back to 145th Street to 8th Avenue. It was like, that was like base. Like, it was just the place to be. Like, Harlem at that time was just crazy. But there was a lot of killing going on. A lot of different shit going on with niggas getting killed in broad day. Like, buggies was like a big deal out there. See niggas rolling up, shoot people in buggies and shit like that. But you came in up in the time where there was none of that. You came in a good time, you know what I'm saying? But at that time, it was like, it was rough at that time. Poe used to buy, I Poe used to buy a tape for me for $500. What, a mixtape? Let me get that tape, kid. Nah, Poe. I'll give you 100. Nah, I'll give you 200. Nah, Poe. I'll give you 300. Give you 500. All right, Paul, take the goddamn take. Wow. <laughs> yep, it was crazy at that time. Now, now back then, because you, uh, for, for coming from Queens, right? Queens, you were, you were like the first person bearing through from the Bronx, Harlem, uptown, the uptown area, bringing to here. Then, then it was uh, the bounce master, DJ Duop. Yeah, I had beef. What happened? What happened? I wasn't from Queens. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm telling you, I'm coming. Oh, from you come from Queens? And, and what happened? Yeah. Oh, what happened with me and Duop was right. well, Wop was somebody I was going to school with, mm. and I didn't know he was Wop. Yeah, both we, in the Bronx. We used to go, yeah, we used to right. go, we used to be in the each other in the morning, all that, puff, all right. that in the morning. So what happened was, um, one day this kid, you know, I'm, I'm rocking with the tape, shit popping, everything's going good. And this is right when I was about to stop, because what happened was I got signed to, to Columbia, and I mean the Warner Brothers, and right. Starlight, the A&R, she showed me a bunch of magazines that said Kid Capri, the only DJ in the world to sell millions of, uh, make millions of dollars off of street mixtapes. And I knew that wasn't true. I knew people were selling my tapes. They were buying houses and cars off my joints from selling them. But I wasn't making that bread. Mm. I was making what I was making. Mm. So that's when I decided to say, you know what? I'm going to leave us the Michael Jordan and this shit and go and take my career a different way. Right. Right? When I decided to do that, some kid that I ain't seen in years rolled up on me with a little bit of a tape and said, yo, this kid named Doo-Wop about to come at you. Mm. And he gave a little bit to me on the tape. So he played it for me. So I'm like, oh, shit, what the fuck is this? And what was it saying on the tape? Some shit It was just It was whatever it was It was some shit right. But it was disrespectful right. right Again I didn't know it was why right. So right, right away I made the beat Did them little four track Earth went in five Joint chopped it up Wrote the rhyme right there Had the joint out the next day right. Before he even got a chance To put his joint out I had my shit out So That was the last joint I put out And that shit was monumental So now he had came out With like 50 joints after well, I ain't gonna call it 50 But he came out With a lot of joints After And that was my only joint uh, um, 
you know, and that was the beginning of the me and Wap beef. Where it got disrespectful is when Wap had said something about my moms and my girl. Oh, God. And that's when we had a show. I had a show in Virginia. He had a show in Virginia. And I took my tour bus down there, did my show, and I waited for him to have his show the next day. And I went to his show. And, you know, I, you know, put him out the booth and, you know, let's go around the corner, me and you. We leave our people here and we do what we do. Uh-huh. And, you know, it didn't work out like that. And I know it wasn't going to be nothing. So later on, he apologized for what he said. And that's all I really wanted. There's no, it was no problem. Later on, me and Wap made records together. We made two joints, two or three joints together where we work. And right now, to this day, me and him is, is, is cool. At the time, it was a little, it was a little tense, and we was gonna get it on. But at, at, in, later on, we seen that it really wasn't nothing. It was kind of monumental for us because it brought a, a certain bar to the DJ, to the to the rap DJ. You know, you remember, I got bars too. I could get on the mic and I do my thing. I do what I do. So that's what it was. It, it just brought that level. And then it brought dudes like Tony Touch out and, mm. and dudes that could rhyme and produce and DJ and all and that shit. It just show, yeah, it shows that you just not stuck in one spot. Right. You know what I'm saying? So shout to Wob. Wob is a talented, talented dude. Like I almost, I thought it was gonna take an L, but no, really nobody took an L. It was just a monumental thing that happened right. in, in the mixtape game. You know what I'm saying? But mm. it, it was gonna turn nasty because of that. But it, it never really did. So it was all great. Yeah, so I talked to Wapper today. It's all good. Let's make some love. I'm really nervous. Yeah. yeah. So now first, Rocky's popping off. You doing your thing. You sit back. Now, what is what 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 is your plans when you saying my first record pops off? What am I gonna do? What was your plans from the original beginning? Go and never stop. Mm. Yeah, go and never stop. Never take my foot off the gas. Because mm. um, I always knew that I had a bunch of people I had to put on as well. Mm. Like, you know, me, Rocky, 12E, Addy, like the whole ASAP mob is the mob, but I got family outside of the mob as well. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So Break I that had, down. You know, I got uh, people I grew up with, kids, you know, Marty Baller, I got, you know, my Uncle T, I got, you know, different people that's in my family, you know, that's a part of my team now that I have to support or I wanted to support. So it's always been not about me, it's about like, you know, getting this opportunity to put other people on. How old was you, um, if you don't mind me asking, when your boss uh, passed away? I was, it was three days before my 17th birthday. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you, did you know your pops is a legend, though? Oh, definitely. Okay. I always think about all the kids that, like, you know, like, I always just think about, about Dame Dash's son, because he was pretty popping back then. Right. You know, as far as, like, his pops being, like, somebody in the industry. or so like Boogie? Lil, yeah, Boogie. Shout out to Boogie. Yeah. Or, like, Lil Romeo or, like, you know, these right. people whose sons, like, they, they, they fathers were somebody. And I always thought, like, damn, like, my pops is somebody. Because he knew all these people. He introduced me to Puff, uh, you know. It was a bunch of killers I met. You know, it was a bunch of like different people that I, that came to that store on 145th. So, you know, it was I knew that my pops was powerful, mm. and I and I knew that I was somebody special because of him. And you said 17. Yeah, 17. 17. So, when, what age you thought you, you you like acknowledged that your pops was powerful? Uh, always, always knew that. Always knew that. Cause he wasn't only powerful. But he was a good nigga. Yeah, he was incredible. And that, and, cool and you know, shit. You, you know, that's the only thing that I, like, only thing that I hold on to, 
in life is just being a good nigga. Right. Like I don't give a fuck about anything else. I don't give a yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah. That's what a nigga think think about me. I just want to be a good nigga. Right. And that's what's your pops. Right. Definitely. Definitely. He's 100% yeah. a good nigga. Yo, he's yeah. Sunni yeah. didn't care. He didn't care. It was like a concert. Like everybody yeah. was yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody Puffs was there. Yeah. Puff Moms was there. Yeah. Everybody. My pops was just like the bridge. I, I like to call him the bridge because, like I said, he was the bridge between the streets and mainstream. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't like one way. And, um, you know, he always kept like a, a solid base in Harlem. And uh, he put on for his people. And I got a chance to meet all types of people from all walks of life, from like the superstars to, to the, the hood regular dudes, niggas, to yeah. like the hood dudes that ran things in the hood, you know, that, that knew how to talk that politics and, and who you had to speak to if you had if you had to come around town and you wanted to make some moves. He knew everybody. So when this rap thing first came to you. Was that something that you discussed with your pops, or or, or nah? It I was always shy about music with my pops because yeah, I was I never. Can, the, I can feel. I, I feel that way. I was never I the music way. person, and he knew all the giants. Like you know, he right. introduced me to Puff, and right. you know, what is my little raps gonna do for him? You right. understand? So, like you know, when it came to rap music, I was just I was battling in my hood. He didn't even know. You know, I was doing music or writing rhymes because I was I was also designing clothes and drawing at the same time. I was doing what he was doing. So it was just like, you know, my raps, I just kind of kept to myself and my friends. So um, as a person, who, and I apologize for getting a little deep, but as a person who I lost my father during the highlight of my career. Wow. My father died July Third, 1998. The best year of my life is 1998. Wow. Sorry to hear that. So, as a person, and my father used to look at me like this. I swear to God. I used to, like, Yo, I used to tell my pops, you know I'm rapping. My father would be like, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a hood nigga. Like, but Spanish with a tail, 75 <laughs> tattoos, earrings in his ear. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's he's one of those. He looked like Tony Touch. Yeah, like, straight like, up. Like, just like, 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 but like, like, with green eyes. He nigga got green eyes. This is my box, right? So I told him I'm rapping. He used to be like, yeah, we rapping. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm really rapping, Bob. But, like, what I'm, the point I'm trying to make is, Hey, you smoke with Tony Touch? Yes. Come on. You just told me no. Yeah, but now, yes. Let's go. <laughs> we got more, right? Come on. <laughs> so the point I'm trying to make is... Like, you see, you see who your pops is. You've seen it. And now, you're becoming yourself. Are you feeling like you have to fulfill his legacy, or are you feeling like you can keep it going yourself? I definitely got a. Uh, I'm an extension of him. How I like yes, you it or are. not, like you know, I came out of it. Look just like him. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. you know, definitely got to keep the name alive and um, what he established. But I'm definitely myself as well. Like I got mm. my own ideas of how I want to live the rest of my life, or you know. Mistakes that he made that I, I could learn from as well. So, yes, sir. you know, um, definitely continue with his legacy through doing what I want to do. Right. Yeah. Like, like the thing about me is, like, um, he was my father was the only Puerto Rican nigga in the whole six blocks radius, right? But 
every black, my hood is a black hood. Every black nigga loves my father. So me, my whole goal is, everybody love me or give you a occupation that you could love me for, for you to get to your next level. And that's what I'm doing right now. I think some noise for me. My gag, but hold on, let me tell you. My gag, let me tell you. Yeah, I'm going to get to it right now. I feel like you like 52 nationalities. I'm going to get I'm half black and half Sicilian. Everybody thought I was Puerto Rican for years. My dad was the first soul singer with a Latin band. Mm. A very known Latin band called the LeBron Brothers. In '68, he made it. He was singing soul records with them. They would play the Latin music. He was singing and you know soul. Said so then he left them and became his own artist. But before him, his father, my grandfather, used to play trumpet for Dizzy Gillespie, Count wow. Basie, Miles Davis, wow. sitting with all them dudes. So the music always been around. Yeah, the music always been around. But he was the first one with a Latin band. That was crazy back then. I play that music right now for certain people. Berg, where you going? That's the
after that you'll hear KRS One. Like it, it, it becomes that. It becomes putting everything together, bridging the gap instead of saying the old is over here, the young is over here, and nobody. Because what's good is good. What's good is good. That's the bottom line. Because at the end of the day, when you yeah. like I said, that fifty year old going to that party when that DJ play that trap record, your ass is on that dance floor dancing yeah. to it. But then you're gonna talk about talk bad about the youngers about what they doing again. Let them do what they doing. They ain't doing nothing. If if they was tearing shit up in the street, then that would be a problem. They making music that people understand. Like their generation understand. Let them do what they do. Why are you talking bad about it? If you don't That's like it, see. don't listen to it. You ain't gotta like it. But don't talk bad about it. If anything, you get a That's chance powerful. to help them out. Tell them the right way. Tell them, you know, like, all right, you doing this? Now try That's this too. Try this too and put it together and make an album that got colors to it. Don't just put That's something out is. there where it's just one thing. Because I get a little fed up with that. You hear one album is all the same beats all the way through, same speed, same this, same. I mean, okay, yeah. You want to hear a little bit of variety and shit, yeah? And I don't want to hear an album of all features. Like, I want to hear you. You know what I'm saying? So everybody got there what they like. But at the same time, nobody has the right to tell you what to make. You make what you want to make and if they like it they like it who are you to judge it okay. you know what I'm saying right? you know and that's real shit it's real shit make some noise for that you know what I'm saying welcome to play it a new podcast network featuring radio and tv personalities talking business sports tech entertainment and more Play it at play.it. We're back to Drink Champs Radio with rapper N-O-R-E and DJ E-F-N. Now, Tony Toka, what are we doing next for Tony Toka? What's... 150 MCs. <laughs> are you, you want to have a shot? I feel like you want to say yeah. shot for now. Maybe that. No, let's, let's, you want, let's do a shot. Come on. Yeah, I was Come checking on, out. Eat. I was checking out the little things here. I was figuring out, you know. You gonna go gonna, bomb? No, 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 no. I was gonna see if I could score one of these guys up there. Oh, what is that? What's that? The collection they got going on up here with all the. You, know, right, you gotta relax. You wait to You wait to hear. You wait to hear. I don't know if they deserve it. You smoke. You look at these. It's decoration, though. It's decoration. You can't take the decoration. You gotta relax. Well, so in any event, yeah, no, no, I was just admiring the. So we're not gonna have 150 MCs. Are we upgraded from 50 to 150? No, I mean that would be kind of ill. Actually, we've already recorded like over 150. I believe it. You know, so. But like like Ken said, it's a lot of work, man. Like getting people to record and paperwork and this and that and that. But how annoying is it? How annoying is it, Toka? Like when you when you want to finish something and you're depending on all artists. That is sucks. artists really annoying? Let's just throw it out there because yes. I'm not an artist no more. Yes, so you, you would throw yes. us under the bus, and I'm gonna actually cheer it on. Nah, not at all. It's, it's all. Ti- I say yes. It's all timing, <laughs> man. You know. Mm. I say it's just. All- no, it is true. What you said is right. The it's all. It's all timing. Good. Like everything line up, paperwork, know, vibes, record, this, that. It just goes. You know. I feel mm. sometimes. 
artist is a piece of shit. You can say that. Sometimes, 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 sometimes. I think sometimes, uh, depending on who you are, and I'm not speaking about myself, I'm taking myself to the left, but depending on who you are, you get a call faster when you're doing something. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, you know, break that down. Break, out of you. We, don't, we don't understand anything you just said. Break it down. Okay, what I'm saying break is it's like, if you a certain caliber here, you ain't going to get the call as fast as this mogul right here. Mm. Or this dude that sells us some of records. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And like, again, I'm not speaking for myself because I hardly ask anybody for anything, but but I'm speaking in a general term. You know, sometime the dude that's down here, I remember one time Eminem said something to me. He said... Eminem. He, Eminem said something. Yeah. He said... Don't go and spend a whole bunch of money on the artist that you think is going to give you the hit record. Because you can go and spend all that money on that artist, and he won't give you shit. Your record won't go nowhere. Now you have spent all that money on this artist that you think is going to give you somewhere because he's popping. And that's the truth. Redman said it's about the producer in your hood that give you that sound that mm-hmm. makes you be who you be. Mm-hmm. Instead of you running to the dude that is popular. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Everybody gets caught in what's popular and not what's authentic. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And that's what happens a lot. Authentic is the most important word. Authentic is what's the most important because authenticity is going to give you the business. They're going to give you. They're going to give you what you pay for. When you deal, when you deal with popularity, okay, yeah, we won't want to deal with things that's popular. But is the popular person giving you authenticity? Are they giving you your money's worth? Right. Are they? Are you? Do you feel good at the end of the night paying them? Right. Mm. You see, what I'm saying, did they bring a whole bunch of people? People on stage and that's their show. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. what are you paying for? What are you what are you looking for? Are you looking for popularity or are you looking for somebody that's gonna get the job done? Job done. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. My my way of thinking is a little different. Maybe a little different than a lot of people, but the business is the business that people like what they like. But I just think that the smart thing is, is that you cater to the people that follows what is the real shit. The real shit is paying the people that pay, satisfy them. Satisfy them. Don't get so caught up in popularity. Get caught up in what's going to get the job done. I feel like we got to make noise. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want to sound too preachy, but I mean, I know y'all expect me to tell y'all the real shit, so I'm going to be real about it. And, you know, that's just the way I see it. If I was a promoter or something like that, I want to promote on the the short thing that's going to bring me money later on. You know what I'm saying? Not just for the moment. I want, you know, I want to go on with it. You know what I'm saying? So that's what's up. Doga, how you feel about that? I'm in Miami, first yeah. of all. You got you can go relax. It's already awesome. You listen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go, you go relax. Yes. It's okay. You family already. Right. Love it. And we have Mr. Creams in Winwood. Mr. Creams. Did you have ice cream? Did you have ice cream? You had ice cream? You had you had you had you had you had a hot cocoa. I had the chocolate shit. You called them a hot cocoa? And you you both yeah, that's how you knew your old niggas. You both had hot chocolate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm an old nigga too. Yeah, we old. Um, we didn't have hot chocolates. No, I, in my mind, I had hot chocolate in with them mind. niggas. <laughs> when they when they had it, I was like, oh, I got hot chocolate too. Amazing. Relax. Okay, who's the guy who is? Ferg is not coming back. Ferg is not coming back. Let's relax. We gotta relax. <laughs> relax. Ferg's coming back. What is he doing? Is he having a shot? Oh! He's relaxing. 
What is it? Ice cream. You got ice cream? I want ice cream too. Oh, yeah, cuando minuto, bro. Yo, yo, can I get um, the uh, non. What's that shit called? Non dairy. Non dairy ice cream. Una hora. Uh uh. Come on. I got it, bro. So. Okay. Yeah. At the end of the day, we have to please our woman. Absolutely. <laughs> I hope so. A happy woman, man, make you happy, boy. Mm. You be all right. Trust me. You get money with her. That's 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 what I'm on. Right? You can get money with her. You can do a lot of things, man. Yo, fur, you gotta hit one. You should turn bad too. <laughs> Come on, man. You don't smoke. Don't let me smoke, bro. Just one hit. Nah, man, don't listen to this guy. It's for your fans. This guy. It's for your fans. Ain't nothing to do with me. Shout out to all my fans. Pick them up and hit one hit. All right, just pass it to Tony Toch and smell it. Tony Toch. Pass it to Tony Toch, please. Yo, yo, kid, yo, 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 kid. You've been getting a lot of money for a long time. All right. <laughs> Dude, like, I right, listen, listen. At one point, Jay Z mm-hmm. has to say he's the greatest guy of all time. My dude. Do you not feel like you're the greatest DJ of all time? I mean, everybody gonna feel like they're the greatest, but well, I ain't say feel like it. I tell you what, what I've done to earn the name the world's greatest DJ, which I didn't give myself, mm-hmm. but what I've what I've done. I think pretty great because I was the one that set the bar to let DJs become a business now. Mm. If I didn't do what I did, mm. where would it have went? You rock on the mic the way you do because Kid Capri did it the way he did it. You play the records you played the way you played because Kid Capri set that format up. You, you, you became a hot party DJ because Kid Capri gave you the blueprint of how to be a hot party DJ. Let's not get this twisted. You see what I'm saying? A lot of DJs are doing what I do and don't even know they got it from me. And I'm happy for that. I'm happy to sit back and say I, I rocked a whole nation and let a whole nation be able to take care of their family. I remember one dude walked up to me in the mall. Yo, kids, because of you, I'm not killing somebody. It's because of you, I'm not robbing somebody's house. I did what you did. I followed you, and I'm taking care of my family now. I ain't got to do that crazy shit no more. You know what I'm saying? So knowing all the things that I've done, we can sit here and talk about it all day. We ain't got enough time. But knowing all the things I've done, sitting back, sitting back and just realizing when I see somebody on a mic DJing, and they got the setup like me, and they all that, and they doing, saying things I might have said or, you know, saying it the way I might say it. It just makes me feel like, yo, you did your thing, kid. You did your thing. You didn't just waste your time. You ain't bullshit. You did something that really moved culture. You know what I'm saying? And you also went on tour with the locks, right? I went on tour with everybody. I've been on 25 tours. Uh, if you want to talk about Def Comedy Jam, I've been on that tour for nine years, sixteen years. I'm sorry, sixteen years. And then, and then who else? You, you ain't going to with Jay Z, R. Kelly, Jay Z, Puff, Buster, Usher, Drew Hill, Genuine, Leah, um, shit, Bone Thugs, uh, Rock Him. We go on and on and on, man. You can go on and on and on, but mostly, you know, I'd be on the road on my own doing what I do. I've been doing, I've been doing 200 shows since 1991. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, 
that's why, like, in, even in New York, like, I love New York. I'm from New York, but I don't like how New York is moving a little bit, especially when the promoters acting like they the stars and shit. Like, you push yourself big on the fly and you got the DJ down here? Come on, cut it out, B. At the end of the day, and you know, when you come to one of my shows, I got my opening is me. You ain't going to hear one record five times in my party. You know what I'm saying? You're going to hear one time, you're going to hear the whole party smashing from the beginning to the end. Doesn't matter who it is. When I step on that stage, it's pandemonium, period. From the beginning to the end. It ain't no down period. It ain't no standing around. It ain't nobody thinking they cute. It ain't none of that shit. It's real business. And that's what I do. So I don't know. I don't know how anybody else doing that. I shout to everybody. You get your bread, do it. You do it. Come to Kick a Pre-Event, you're going to get your business done. And that goes for promoters. That goes for anybody that paid for a ticket. I think about the people first. For years, I took an artist, a, a, a DJ, and, and this is another thing I'm going to speak about. You know, some of the people might not understand what's the reason of bringing a DJ with me instead of just having DJs just go on. I don't like people not getting their money's worth. So when I bring somebody with me, I'd rather spend the money for that person to come out and make sure that we're not bumping heads so that people that pay their money is getting a full show than to have the DJ that want to come in there before me and do what you paid me to do. Yeah. You don't need that. You don't need me there. If you want to come in there and do that, then you ain't the type of dude that could rock a party with C&D records. You would do that depends on the record to be hot. I play those hot records at the end of the night like I don't even need them because it ain't about those records. Anybody could play those records. It's about you. You see what I'm saying? If you can't sell you, then you're just like everybody else. There's nothing different. You know what I'm saying? That's the difference. When you come in there, it's about making sure the people that pay their money feel better than they did before they walked in there. And when you leave that scar there, that promoter knows. I don't give a shit who you get. Kid Capri, he shook this shit. Let's go get him again. Let's go take him into another city. Yo, my man that you promote, let's go get kid. You want to get some bread? Let's go get kid. Every show I do, swollen. Everywhere. And it's not because of me DJing. It's because everything else that come with it. It's professional. We on time. The people that work with me, make sure your shit's going to be right. We're going to make sure everything is together. You ain't going to throw me in no corner like I'm some neighborhood DJ. You're going to put me on stage like I'm supposed to be. Same way you're going to put Jay-Z on stage. Same way you're going to put the dude with the hit record on stage. And I'm going to sell this shit out the same way he did. And you're going to treat me like you treated him. If you ain't going to treat me like that, go get the next dude to do your show. Because I don't need it. I do 200 shows a year. So this is where, this is the attitude I've been having for years. And people may not understand it. But I don't want to be looked at as a DJ to just play records. You're going to look at me as a force to be reckoned with. And if you don't, I don't need you. Simple as that. I do a show with Ferg. Ferg, come on. His record drop. They going to go crazy. What I'm going to do after Ferg get off stage? I'm going to do something that's going to make niggas go crazy. You're going to say, yo, that nigga Ferg ripped it, kid ripped it. Whoever came after, he better be good. Yeah. You follow what I'm saying? Because that's what it's about. I'm a DJ. I'm not the dude that made the record. I, I, I'm not that. I'm the dude that I'm going to play your record better than you perform it. Mm. Don't play yourself. Oh, you see what I'm saying? And that's how we're going. Oh. And this is what we were inspired of. Never played. This is what inspired us right here. I'm just saying, real shit. You know, like again, like I made my first album. I rapped on the whole album. Warner Brothers came at me. I was hot in the street with the mixtapes. Yo, we need you to rap on the joint, say the rhymes that you send on your mixtapes. And I'm now, I'm in there making the beats in the studio, writing the rhymes right there. And what? I wasn't trying to be no rapper. I, you know, but I right, just what they want. I couldn't do. I couldn't make hit records being a DJ, so I had to do it that way. So I did it that way. When I got a chance to make my second 
album. Then I got a chance to just show the production side and get everybody else. I got Jay, Buster, Lost Boys, Pun, Nori, everybody putting them all together, made soundtrack to the streets. Now I got top tier. This is gonna be another thing. And remember, everything I do, no matter how big my name is, has always been ground from the ground up. I sat on that street corner. I sat on the middle of 145th Street and 8th Avenue where it was killing, shootings, niggas get robbed, all that. I sat in the middle of that, I didn't know if I was gonna get robbed or killed by sitting there, by sitting, sitting there just selling mixtapes. Chicks was driving by laughing like I was doing bad. I used to have to put 14 gold chains on my neck just to look like I was doing good. Sitting there in the middle of the street selling this shit. And the shit took me the way it took me. Now, at the end of the day, you know, I didn't know what was going to happen. I know she was going to blow up the way it blew up, but the shit blew up. Once it did, I made I made sense of it. I made I made it happen. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's it. That just goes to show anybody. It doesn't matter who it is. You put yourself in it. You, look what y'all. You've been making records forever. That's right. You know what I'm saying? You've been making records. Look where you at now. Whole different lane. It's beautiful. Whole different lane. It's right beautiful. now, right now, you can sit here right now the way I'm doing on Periscope and on IG Live. I sit there. It's not just about the music and the way, the, the freaky way I play it. It's the lifestyles. Everything I say to you. And you're going to believe it. And the reason why you're going to believe it, because I don't have a credibility of Kid Capri being a shitty nigga. No. Kid never shitted on nobody. Kid ain't never no. did. You don't see nothing on the internet with Kid doing foul shit or playing himself or talking crazy. Everything is authentic. So you're going to believe what I tell you. If I say something foul about you, they're going to believe it. They're going to believe it because they know I don't say nothing. Same thing. You have a lane now that that you can, you can tell people you know, believe me. Believe what I say. This is the truth. This is what's going on. And as long as you stay like that, people are going to follow you. You drink chances to shit. Let's get it straight. Talk about drink it. Shit. That's why I'm here. I don't even, that's why I'm, let's get it straight. I'm I took a vacation yeah. because I've been Ain't working my ass off. I'm on vacation. I've been offered to do shows and parties and all that shit. But money. he yeah, offered yeah. me money to do a show. Lee, I took nothing. The only yeah. thing I took was drink champs. Oh, the only thing I took because I, this is oh, oh, my dude. Hey, y'all, my dudes. This, 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 this is my wife. Tell me when I do something good. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Because you know why? <clears throat> we're from New York. Right. We're all from New York. All of us. No, I'm from Miami. No, you're from New York. <laughs> I'm from Miami. You and me, motherfucker. I'm Miami, motherfucker. In your fucking mind, you're from New York. I'm from Miami. Born in LA. Miami, motherfucker. Don't put me in New York right now. Right? We need y'all to step up. Right. Right? Some people look at y'all sounds. Some people look at the movement and they say, ah. Oh, it's different. 
I'm not one of those guys. I'm one of those guys that I think different is good. That's what I think. Absolutely. I think different open up more doors. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, now the torch is really in you guys' hands. Right. Like, I mean, for real, for real. Right. Like, I mean, it doesn't matter how many records Fat Joe will make, Busta Rhymes will make, Nori will make, Ja Rule will make, DMX will make, 50 Cent will make. Right now, y'all the new generation. Right. It's actually really in your hands. Right. I'm going to slide a beat to them. <laughs> yeah, Watch. we know what can't be heavy too. Can't wait. Something heavy. But no, we now, just gonna so keep how, being, we, we just gonna keep being us and keep continue to 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 innovate and push culture forward. Right. I think um you know I don't I don't like to talk about myself or what we do as as far as a group, but I think that like we 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 did a lot for the the youth, the underground internet scene that was trying to Absolutely. break yeah, through yeah. and um you know, Harlem didn't have or New York didn't have a voice in a long time. So, you know, we don't only just speak for New York, we speak for the culture, period. The culture. Now I for respect. New York, I have like a whole crazy love about New York. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I love Harlem to death, I love Brooklyn, I love Queens, the Bronx, Staten Island, Long Island. So it's just like I most of my videos are shot in New York. And when I do that, when I bring them cameras around, I'm giving kids the opportunity to jump in front of that camera and do what you do. Mm-hmm. Show them show them your talent, show them what you do, because that's what I was doing when them cameras was coming around. God damn it. <laughs> and, and, and also, and also, I love being in the city. I love being in the city because I, I, I love when I seen you in the neighborhood or when I seen Cam in the neighborhood or Jim Jones or, you know, these guys. It was like something to look up to, inspired to be, so. No, I just got to ask that because <clears throat> the legends from your hood is Jim Jones, Cam, but it feels like Cam is co-signing, y'all. But it's a certain energy that comes. Am I bugging? What do you mean? Uh, like it's, it feels like Cameron is signing ASAP, but maybe every time when Jim Jones comes up, it's a certain energy that's not good. Am I bugging? You can tell me I'm bugging. Nah, I just shot a video. With, I mean, I didn't just shoot a video with Jim Jones, but yeah. you know, Jim showed love from jump. He he knew my pops and knew my know my family, and uh, he yes, was, he does. I knew Jim actually before I knew Cam. Wow. And Jim God gave me, and this is when I was designing, and he was actually like doing like the BB sign. Belts and he introduced me to BB and you know this guy's like meeting up with Stan Lee, the designer of Spider Man and all of that. Yeah, and um, yeah, like he just put me in places I wouldn't have been myself. So shout out to Jim for that. You know, some people are just I don't know, like some people are just more outspoken than others and. You know, Jim is just Jim helped me. Shout out to Jim. But that's and, um, that's what's up. Yeah. We need to hear that. Exactly. See, OG, OGs need to hear that. Yeah. Shout out to Jim, right. and um, shout out to Cam as well. Mm-hmm. Like you know, and Joel Santana, goddamn. Yeah, and Joel. And everybody from Diplomats, goddamn. Yeah. Let's from make some Harlem, noise in New York. Let's make some noise. <laughs> Yo, everybody smoking. You smoking, right? You gotta take one more oh. shot, and then that's it. All right, let's try that. Let's take one more shot. Got bored, buddy. Nori, Bob. How many blunts you had, Nori? 
I don't count blunts. He had about like nine, ten joints. Nineteen hundred. <laughs> but you know what's the beauty? You think you can smoke Wiz? Well, Khalifa, he gotta relax. <laughs> He's my friend. I like him. We did have a good show with, with Snoop, and you guys, you guys did good. Yeah, Snoop had to relax as well. <laughs> Snoop wow. went in. Snoop went in. No, no, Snoop went Shout in. Shout out to me and Snoop. We got the same birthday. Uh, Libra game. It's big. It's yeah. big. It's bigger than Libra game. Snoop dissed me. But listen. What? Oh wow. What? <laughs> Snoop dissed me. Right. <laughs> I was doing a record with Snoop and Slick Rick. It was a record that Dre wanted to do for a long time, but Slick Rick was locked up. Mm. So when he got out, I was doing my album, and I ended up getting them. So I did Slick Rick in the Bronx, right. and then I went to L.A. to go do <laughs> Snoop, right? Mm. So me and Snoop in the studio, I said, I'm going to bring some weed to Snoop. It's going to be some green, heavy shit. Make him comfortable. Everything going to be all right. Pull the bag out, confident. Yo, Snoop. Mm. Get that bullshit. <laughs> nigga pulled out some orange shit from Humble County. I was like, what the fuck is that? Yo, this shit look like this shit, like this this part. Yo, a nigga was laughing at me. I smoked two, I pulled two blunts, two pulls of that shit. I ain't smoked no more that night. It was, this shit was poison. <laughs> shit was poison. Well, come on this night. I'm like, I got this. We got to redeem this. I got this one shit. <laughs> We got to redeem it right now. I'm straight. All right. You good? This good. 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 So, yeah, that's, that's it. No, we got the peer pressure. <laughs> no. It's the worst. It's the worst. Let me tell y'all something. I'm gonna tell you something. And it might seem like I'm saucy. It might seem like I'm drunk. But let me just tell you something. Tell us something. Hip hop is the best thing that we should ever celebrate. Because it's something that we created as black, young Latinos, blacks, whatever. Nationalities doesn't even matter. It's what we created as people. We sat back. We were poor, and we created something. And the crazy shit is the biggest thing I ever learned from Leo Combs was when I'm at the Polo Lounge with this guy. He's like, I want drink champs. I said, relax. (laughs) (laughs) What do you want to do with the drink champs? Relax. Let me finish. And he's like, I want it. And I said, relax. <laughs> and he doesn't know why he wants it. But the thing about it is, what he did tell me why, is he's like, I can't believe hip-hop celebrates hip-hop. He's been down since Run DMC. Mm. Was sniffing coke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Angel does. Hip hop don't celebrate hip hop. The reason why these guys are they running around because they back then these niggas really had beef back then. Back then they would do three of shows because they had to move. So when he sees this and he says, "You guys are celebrating hip hop." And winning is crazy to him. 
just like hey, a hit. Nah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something though. I, I just came back from South by Southwest. Yes. And the the range of people, the range of people that was fans of Dream Champs, it was like eighteen year olds to forty year olds. Yeah. And the young kids all you said, hit that. all the young kids was like, thank you for teaching us about your generation. South by Southwest was crazy. Me and Buster did a show there Monday. That shit was so loud. That shit was crazy. Can you please stop flossing? Relax. Yeah, I'm always flossing. <laughs> always. Hit that. Number Hit that. Crazy. I got two. What's this? What is that? What do you have in your hand? What is that twig? You have a twig in your hand. What is that twig? Nothing. Oh. Anyway, because you know he performed for Nickelodeon at one point. Nickelodeon. Yeah. You know I, you, you did perform for I did? Nickelodeon. They did maybe. I saw it. I did a lot of stuff. Nah, 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 nigga, Nickelodeon. <laughs> nah, nah, man. You've been clean for a long time. It's a great thing. Yeah, I'm stay clean. I'm probably the blunt. I still, I'm still clean. Like, you know, you're man. So, Tony Toka, please grab that mic. How? Grab that mic, Tony Toka. How was it being on Tommy Boy? Did you love being on Tommy Boy? Um. I mean, they, you know, first and, I mean, they got a history, you know what I mean? Like, with stuff that they put out, but as far as me being happy with them, I mean, I did one album with them, you know? And, uh, and? I mean, I had no issues. There's only know? one album? There was no Peacemaker 2? No, it was a Peacemaker 2, but not on Tommy. I was on your Peacemaker album. That was independent? Peacemaker 2? He was on the Peacemaker one with the DITC record. Yeah, it's crazy. That shit was crazy. So who, who put up Peacemaker 2? You got hit it one time. Peacemaker 2 for the camera. For the camera. Just got hit it one time, pass it to Tony Touch. Come on, man. He sniffs heroin. Mad heroin, mad heroin. <laughs> yo, mad yo. heroin. That, that's the that's the reason why we popping. He sniff yeah. heroin. Mad heroin. I smoke weed. Jesus. Damn. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Man, that shit. Let me call. Actually, there's heroin in that blunt. There's heroin everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Yo, we gotta relax. Let me find out. We're sponsored by heroin. <laughs> We've been sponsored by Harry for the first show. What show is this? What show is this? 71. We don't. We've been we've been hairing it out for a long time. Just relax. What? Mr. Lee just cut us off. Mr. Lee just cut us off. Mr. Lee, Lee, Thank you you sure? Yeah. Call them? Yeah. Let's fuck it. You ready to start it? Is he going to give you a new short? Let's look at that. Put your leg down, buddy. Put your leg down, buddy. Hey, buddy. Put your leg down, buddy. That's a different type of polo. Niggas don't got that. That's a different type of polo. You got to relax. You got to relax. Little kid, you coming out? Huh? You coming out? Coming out what? We going out. We going out. In Miami. In Miami, I know. In Miami. Because, kid, you just celebrated like your birthday. Like, you're like 50 now. Yeah, my shit was crazy. So, my party, man. You 50 or 51? Let's keep it real. You 50? Let's make some noise for kid. Yeah! 
hit that. Hit, hit that shit. <laughs> Real Fidios. Real Fidios hit one of these. Real Fidios. Good. It was straight. Just one. Just I'm one. Straight. Kid, Yo, I'm straight. I'm about to you. cut you off, bro. I'm about to cut you off. I see a kid with his legs up. up. <laughs> and one boy. Come on. Just one. One boy. Come on, one ball. <laughs> Yo, I'm, 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 I'm gonna end the show right now. You gotta relax. I'm gonna end the show. You gotta right now. Know. No, you gotta relax. <laughs> you're fucking a two part. It's retarded a, blood. Two parter. Two parter. You gotta relax. Go start the next part. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a shot. Me and you. Me and you. This shit? Um, no. Yes, that oh. shit. That shit. You do this. I do this. All right, I'm in. Oh, fur. Look at fur. Fur, what do you want? I gave you a cup. You want some rock? No, that was for you. Oh, okay. That was retarded. Wait, okay. I, I, thought, I thought that you was, you was getting. I thought you was jamming with us. You not you not jamming with us? I was jamming. Take one hit, first. Take one hit. And you got a party tomorrow, right? Oh, definitely. You and Little Wayne. Yeah. And this is in what's it? What's it, what's it called? All right, Chico Labarge. Come on. I don't know what I'm drinking. Syrah. You got Syrah. I got Colombian white. I don't believe you, but I'm still in. Rock and roll. So, Drink oh, yeah. ah. nice. Yo, I ain't gonna lie. I had, There's no two parts of this. Yeah, Keep I, it 100%. I had to pee for like two hours. So, rock and roll. But I've been holding my shit. I'm a warrior. No, you're not. You gotta, you're, you're not a warrior. I'm a warrior. With an R. Warrior. Take a shot. Take a shot. No, play, I'm playing, I'm playing. Take a shot, take a shot. But, kid, mm-hmm. give me a real. Mm-hmm. You, you, you're the first nigga that ever showed me a porno flick in my life. <laughs> that sounds mad crazy. Home video. This is way before Ray J, Kardashians, <laughs> R. Kelly. It was just, it was just kick a break. <laughs> just kick a break. Before Ray J, Kardashians, kick a break. <laughs> But yo, thank you. This is a slow train crash, right? Yeah. Now. Me, <laughs> sorry about this guy. No, kid told me, say you gotta relax. <laughs> he told you that, huh? He told me, say yo nigga, you gotta relax. I think he was talking to you in the future to now. <laughs> you gotta relax. <laughs> That's very true. Yes. He told me that then. And he said, and then now it 2017, makes sense. relax. Now I gotta relax. Relax. I'm just relaxed. For no reason, kid. I'm just relaxed. Cheers. You gotta relax. Cheers. With uh, your blood or whatever the fuck uh, heroin you got. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's, that's a cheers to people waiting with that feet. When one one feet? Relax. What, what language did you just speak? One 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 feet. I said 
the people waving that feet. The match right. Waving that feet? The like the feet right. up in the air? Relax. <laughs> the match right. Oh, yo, yo, you're talking mad business. I'm, just I'm, going, not, I'm going crazy. It's not cool, buddy. <laughs> yeah. You got to relax. Not cool. All right, I'm sorry. God, but it's still a win for us. God's a win. It's That's a win. win. It's a win. That's a win. I don't know what you're drinking. What is that? Bacardi. You want some Bacardi? Here. You got to relax. You got to relax. Uh, <laughs> Kid, you want a shot of Bacardi? Yeah. No. <laughs> Come on, Tony. Toga. Toga. Tell them people where you can catch you out every night. Tell them people. I don't know. Say four or five. Tony Toga. Tell them. What? Yeah, talk to them. Come on, Toga. Toga Tuesdays. Shit, man. That's right. Toga Tuesdays. Mm. New York City. Mm. Uh, Say 45. That's right. That's, that's the radio show. And then we got the we got the party on Tuesday nights, which, mm. you know, Capri's been uh, involved and played at our party a few times, you know what I'm mm. saying? And, and mm. you know, like it's a family affair, you know what I'm saying? Talk at Tuesdays. Look at that. Mm. <laughs> right now it's at Club Cielo. Yeah. Mm. The radio show is on um, Sirius XM, Shane mm. 45, about a being 12 years. Everybody, you know, all of us, you know, that's Always our home. Always support all of us. That's all. That's our that's home. Nigga. So, Don't yeah. touch. Talk at Tuesdays. Mm. Go ahead, Ferg. Talk to them people, please. Hey man, y'all can follow me on Instagram. Wait, hold on. Before that. we keep going, I need to know what kind of sweatsuit is that. Oh, Sergio Cicchini. That sounds expensive. But it's us. You gotta relax. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on. Well, I gotta relax because it sounds expensive. No. You gotta I... relax to relax me. What? Uh, can't oh, relax. Oh, <laughs> that's oh, not a bad game. My bad, my bad. I don't wanna relax, dude. <laughs> Whoa. You want Sergio Cicchini sweatsuit and uh, you can mm. find me on Twitter, Instagram, uh. ASAP Ferg, A-S-A-P-F-E-R-G. Mm. And uh, I got a, a album coming out, Still Striving. Should be out pretty soon and uh, it should be out ASAP. Put it like that. ASAP. No pun intended. Right. Uh, no, all pun intended. Make the noise. Goddamn. Yeah. Now, kid, what's happening? You gotta tell these people. You gotta eat these bitches' asses. Come on, kid. Throw it out. Anyway, man. Is eating ass good? Come on, give me a I don't know. I Apologies. Anyway, you gotta eat ass, though. You gotta throw that out there for the youngins. For the youngins. You gotta, they gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be raised you right. Take the booty. You gotta eat booty and. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. You want my information? No, no, no. You can do whatever you want. All right. This is your show, right, brother. Uh, first of all, Block Party Live mixtape mm. on Periscope and, the, and uh, the IG Live. That's Wednesday, 8 o'clock, Easter time. That shit rings off. Mm. And that 
I had so many women watching that. Made me create a show called No Panty Sundays for the ladies. Yeah, I play a lot of cool out slow music. I be having little flowers and shit. Little, it be fly, man. I be having little bottles and all that right there. And it got so popular that my man Ron Mills from Sirius XM and Dion from Sirius XM, Sirius XM Fly asked me to come and do my thing because I didn't want to go on the radio and be told what to do. You know, that's why I ain't been on the radio. You know, I come and do my little guest appearances on whatever, whatever station, but I didn't want to be locked in no station because I didn't want nobody to tell me how radio should go. So I started a show on Sirius XM because they came to me and said, kid, you know what you're doing. Let's go make it happen. So mm. I got a six-hour show where I be a personality from 4 to 8 and then from 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock, I play that shit. And mm. what I do is I put new and old together and I make it so fly. Y'all got to listen to it. Trust what I'm telling y'all. Mm. If y'all ain't got the app, go get the app. I believe shit. you, yeah, it's real shit. Keep going, kid. Real shit. And not only that, I just finished an album called Top Tier. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Keep going, kid. Took all the battle rappers and made them put something together, made something hot, produced the whole album for them. And also, you can see me in your show in your city doing my thing and smashing it down. So if you ever hear me coming to your city, keep going, kid. You know what I'm saying? Come see the kid do what I do. That's uh. Kick and Pre, hold on, hold on. Kick and Pre 101 on the Twitter and Instagram and the real Kick and Pre on Facebook. Holla at your boy. Right. Let, me, let me say an outro real quick. As, as a young, well, I'm not young now, but when I was a young Miami DJ, aspiring DJ, the blueprint was right here. Kick Capri was inspiring. And as a mixtape DJ, Tony Touch was the blueprint. So I just want to say thank you, brothers, for everything, man. We don't usually have young brothers here, and, and I, when I was in South by Southwest, I saw Fresher, and he and that was a, we had him on the show. We we rarely have like young, you know, new artists on the show, and he's a good dude. Right. And I really like your music, brother. And I'm saying I'm, I'm glad you're on the show as well, man. No doubt, bro. Nah, nah, but. Well, the difference between like every un- young new artist, his father actually branded him to be who he is. So, as much as I want to ce- celebrate who he is, I acknowledge who the upbringing was before him. Right. So I knew he was supposed to be who he was supposed to be. I know that's kind of like cocky in like a certain way. <laughs> But it's also like it's supposed to be what it's supposed to be. Like it is what it is. Like it is what it is. Yeah. How about right. that? You gotta relax. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta relax. Come over here. This nigga told me his sneakers was three hundred dollars. You gotta relax. You just we went to the Jordan spot. Yo, listen, we went to the Jordan spot. Exclusive shit. They had him on the rack. Yeah, no, they did not have it on the rack. They had them on the rack. Dude. See the rack? You, you think about the flea market? I'm gonna take them all. It's not the flea market. They always have it on the rack on the flea market. See, you don't understand. In Miami, there's a flea market. You well, no, there's plenty of flea markets. And that's what he thinks is on flea market. Yeah, he goes to uh, what flea market you go to? You I don't want to go to flea. He gotta relax. Tell him we gotta relax. Why are Haitian people got? 
Yeah, or a flea market. No, I think he goes to the homestead joint. Like, he gotta relax. Just, <laughs> you would just have to join. can you tell him he gotta relax, please? Hey. Just say hey, he gotta relax. Hey, just say relax. Just say relax. Gotta relax. You gotta relax. You gotta relax. Yo, Ferg, can you tell him he gotta relax? Relax. Doga. Tranquilo. I'm not gonna lie. You're not gonna lie. <coughs> I've been holding my piss. Yes. Since four o'clock. You don't have to no more. Four o'clock. <laughs> you don't have to. Let's take a picture. No, we gotta take a picture. I know. Say goodbye to the people. No, we're gonna take a picture. No, you got the microphone. Say goodbye. Oh, I gotta say. Oh, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. You're so professional. You're gonna be honest. <laughs> uh, Chichi, get the yeah. Yeah, Louis. Listen, I've been honored to share the stage right now. Puff Daddy said something very crazy to us. He said he wants to go from being on the stage to being the stage. And drink champ, we have to take that same responsibility, meaning that we saying we've have we have been on the stage, but now we are the stage. So anybody who comes and talks to us, and even though in our minds we think like it's between us, it's really not. There's a lot of people listening. Mm-hmm. Let's, let, really. let's let them listen. Two point five. Let's let them relax. I mean, two people. Two and a half. People point their friends. Yes. And this is what we should be doing. We should be just hanging out. Because this is what hip hop is. We have to keep hip hop alive. And how do we keep hip hop alive? And hip hop. Yo, you should be the leader of Hack Off. <laughs> yo, if you, yo, let's start a new rap group. I mean, Hack Off, true. Sorry, not rap group. I apologize. I thought I was. Hack is happening right now. It is fine. <laughs> At least I got an excuse for it. Yo, 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 you gotta relax. I don't even know what you're saying. <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make is in Hack Off. Let's have fucking fun. Mm. Yeah. Right. If you live in your life having fun and it's fake fun, don't live your life no more. Go die. Wow. That was morbid. <laughs> <laughs> man, man. All right, man. Noise for that. Not really. I have fun. Every day I wake up, I have fun. Me too. And you should have fun every day. I am fun in my own damn and house. And so should we. Every day you wake up, you say, the fuck? What up? All right, cool. <laughs> Let's, it's fucked up shit that happens. You know what I'm saying? Look, look. You wake up, boom. And then you're like, uh, And then he's uh, like, uh, And then, by the time you hear, some fucked up shit that happens. Who the fuck? You just got elbowed it. Bah. Okay. Bing <laughs> <laughs> bong. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. All right, let's go.
and all your favorite movies and shows faster with Xfinity. Just speak into the X1 voice remote to search across live TV, on demand, even Netflix and Prime Video. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Switch to Xfinity today and get a great offer. You'll enjoy Xfinity X1, which gives you access to your favorite streaming apps like Netflix, YouTube, and now Prime Video. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit the store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 